0: listening to Stark Contrast, the Game of Thrones podcast at MovieFail. I'm Soren Howe, and I'm here with Josh Rosenfield, and this week we're discussing the tenth and final episode of Season 5, Mother's Mercy. So, it's all built to this. (laughs) Um, Okay, well first off, right off the bat, I want to know from you, now that we've heard from the whole season. We can get into the details of this later and maybe even address it more specifically later. But do you think that things make sense now in context, or do you think that this was not nearly the finale it needed to be to make up for a lot of what happened this season?
1: (laughs) I mean, well, the answer is yes and no, because the things that I didn't like about this season were not at all fixed by the finale. Uh, They just kind of continued to be bad, and... You know, the things that I was saying, well, maybe they can, maybe in in retrospect when the season's over we'll look back and realize that they were building to something or that they were part of something and, they, and whatever, they make more sense. Uh, but no, it they just kind of continued to suck. <laughs> um, and the fact that they continued to suck actually makes them even worse in retrospect because it confirms that they were a waste of time. Uh, but the things that I liked, you know, there wasn't a lot that really, well, you know what, now that I think about it. There's very, there's very little of this episode that I, uh, really, uh, that I that I think was a was an upswing for the show, in its storylines. Even right. the stuff that I liked that I or that I knew was coming from the books. Um, sometimes there were just things about it that uh, I hated, or I, <laughs> I wish they didn't do it that way. And even stuff we talked about, and when we'll get into it more, but. It's funny, when I think about this episode as a whole, like when it was over, like, oh, yeah, I was fine. That was a fine finale. But then when I think about the specifics of it, it's like I don't – there's really very little that I liked about it.
0: Right, right, yeah. It was a interesting finale. It felt a lot like the previous episode um, in that there was a lot of things happening, but I wasn't particularly invested in a lot of it. Uh, but I'm glad we, we – I will say this. You know, There's been some controversy about – but they're not this tied up enough plot lines to make us feel like we got a satisfactory season. Uh and I don't just just people talking nothing in particular, but um but I do think that a lot of them did wrap up. It's just that I don't know how much I care about a lot of them. So that's kind of interesting. Um but why don't we get into the actual content of the episode instead of beating around the, <laughs> beating around <laughs> the bush. Uh one thing we one thing we can say about uh, about the title is it it wasn't uh it didn't really have a whatchamacallit, call um, it, like it wasn't as we thought it would have a lot more.
1: Yeah, no, it was. It just meant the one thing, meaning. the literal thing.
0: Literal, just you know, Mother's Mercy, which is what <sighs> you said it would probably mean. Yep. Um, and and then we didn't get the the uh, the whole plot line that you had hoped we might. Yeah, get Yeah, no, as that's well. not happening.
1: That's not happening.
0: That's no, not happening. So uh, anyway, all right. Well, why don't we get into it? So we we start off with uh, Stannis. Uh, at at the camp following Shireen's death, murder, uh, whatever you want to call it, sacrifice. So first things first, I was really irritated <laughs> that you were right that the big, mon- you know, monumental thing that you know comes of Shireen's sacrifice is that the winter is abated briefly. Like that is the dumbest. I was I was expecting like this big like shadow troll like no joke I was actually expecting that to just show up and just knock down the walls of Winterfell and like that was gonna be like a big set piece moment and instead we had some snow melting well it's not even, well and I was just to like to be this fair
1: like there was a pr- pretty it's... dramatic weather change like all the snow was gone the skies were clear but it's still a weather
0: change but that's all they that's all they were It'll... asking
1: for is so that they can actually move and go to Winterfell.
0: Yeah, but they needed a lot more than that. They needed soldiers and well, we, equipment to actually. <laughs> we know that now, but that's siege. part of the
1: stupidity of this entire thing.
0: Well, yeah. Well, the the the, the great irony of all of this, of course, is that Stannis, you know, would have been just as well off without doing any of this. You know, he, he failed completely. Um, but I don't know. I was just hoping that we would see the last time we saw somebody get sacrificed, uh, or we saw some sort of a thing with Melisandre, do something with the Lord of Light. Oh, when we see the Lord of Light operate in general, we get resurrections. We get little weird shadow baby things. We get, you know, and in this case, all we got was some snow melting, and you know, I guess that's fine. And it, it does. What it is interesting is it—it's a interesting commentary on, uh, or not commentary, but an interesting link to winter itself coming. So the Lord of Light apparently has some ability to stay winter, you know, keep it at bay, which is kind of interesting. That might play into how they deal with the
1: White it Watch feels like a very you know it's the ice and fire thing that the show's always had going yeah,
0: yeah, um, so there's that i don't know uh but i just it, it wasn't that dramatically compelling. The second thing that irritated me about this scene was Cellice, so celice i i don't know so somebody pointed out to me I might have misinterpreted this if she killed herself, which is the implication i think
1: oh well, yeah, what forest, else do you think happened? <laughs>
0: Well somebody had said maybe she was um, cuz she's very high off the ground that that her 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 um some of the soldiers who deserted
1: had died well, That's oh come on That's there's nothing to indicate that in the in the episode.
0: Well she's like she's like 40 feet off the ground.
1: But if that was the if that was uh, well, if the show was trying to give us that information then, the then it would have given them. us that information it's much easier to write that off as well. There first of all she's not that high up you could she could have very easily climbed up there there's like a slope.
0: Yeah, but it's still weird. It's, really, it's I mean, not usually people just hang themselves from a little branch and then kick a little stool out. Well,
1: this was like right out. This was what? I don't understand what the point. What's the point? <laughs> she hung herself from a tree. That's that's what happened.
0: Okay, well, I, I'm just saying. It could, regardless, let's say I, the way the reason I was irritated was because she killed herself, and I was like, okay, so oh, we're well, just I'm with you on that. The thing from the previous episode that irritated uh, that irritated me, but um. I do think that there's, I don't know. this was interesting. I when somebody had po- pointed this out, they were like, "Oh, I, I thought that the uh, soldiers who deserted were the ones who like hung her because they were, you know, upset about it. you know the whole Shireen." Thing. Because clearly, it did affect the morale of the troops. A lot of them left for yeah, that. But reason. It, it, she was uh, publicly
1: so, seen protesting it, so I don't know why she would be the target of the soldiers who were angry about that.
0: That is true. That's true. In that very logical, sensible scene. Uh, this is this was, is again so dumb, great.
1: and this this factors into. <laughs> Something I'll, I don't know. I don't know when I'll get into this this larger point, but it factors into a point about it, everything that happens with Stannis in this episode is like almost uh, comical, and how in <laughs> how quickly just everything goes downhill for him. And this is, you know, what I said last week was I think the reason that they had him burn Shireen was so that uh, so that when Brienne kills him next week, uh, we won't feel bad about it. But and that happened, <laughs> but it was like it, it was far bigger than I could have possibly imagined. Everything goes wrong for him because of this. Melisandre uh, bolts; she she sees it's a lost cause and just gets out of there. His wife, yeah, she yeah, kills herself. Yeah, for sure. They lose spectacularly <laughs> to the Boltons, and then he's killed by Brienne.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, they keep talking about Stannis as this master strategist, <laughs> and this amazing. Co- he hasn't won a single thing except for the one fight where he showed up with superior numbers and had the element of surprise, and showed up midway through the fight. And that was at the the wall. He hasn't won anything. He lost Blackwater. He lost this fight. Uh you know, he's he, you know, he spent ages just sitting on, an, on a on little island, you know, thinking about life. And he just doesn't do he hasn't done anything to, you know, set up his, his or to to um confirm his reputation. And then you know, it's it's they just talk about it, and so it's like in this in this scenario, it was cool. I will say that the battle scene, like the the shot was cool. You know, the where it was the size of the army, and it was enveloping. Oh yeah, they, around, it looked you know, really cool. Stannis. That was cool, and I really liked the shot where they uh, where Stannis takes out his sword, and they all take out their swords behind him. That was a cool shot. Um, well, I don't know if it was shot well, but what they were doing was cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, these were all. Great moments uh, in this in this little bit, but it was sort of like I I, I never saw Stannis as this master strategist because it just never happened. Um, What's he?
1: What is his plan? His plan is just like we're gonna well, his plan we're, gonna, like, we're go gonna go to Winterfell the, the... and 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 win. That, that was the extent of this master strategist's uh, military tactics here. And of course, as soon as he it gets there, so the stupid. massive Bolton army is surprised they are waiting for him. And they completely overwhelm him because his army. What he should have, what is too stupid to realize at that point, is that there's no way his army can take on this massive force. The, by the way, where did the Boltons get this gigantic fighting force? I guess they're they're in charge of the north, so you know that that's where that comes from. They can just
0: they can, yeah, conscript people. But it was also um, or you know press people in. But uh, the other thing is, you know, I mean, his plan was to siege it, but why didn't he just bolt back up to? the wall. And then, you know, recoup
1: or well, Davos suggested that last week and he was like, I can't run because then I'll be the king who ran. We have to do this right now.
0: Yeah, it'd be better if he Which, just yeah, died. again, stupid. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's absurd. But when he lost all those people... And the other thing, too, is he should have known Ramsey knew how many people he had left because he saw... He knew they came into his camp and burned all his stuff. So they knew that he was low on resources, which that the sacrifice didn't help with at all. So they never addressed that. He just had no food. Uh, a bunch of them. He knew they knew how roughly how what size of their army was, so they had an idea of that. Um, and so it's just like, and then a bunch of their their which they did. I guess uh, Ramsay didn't know this, but a bunch of their army abandoned them, even after that. Uh, so you know there was like nothing left of his army. So it, the, his whole plan was was absurd. And none of it worked at all. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't dig this. I, I will say that. Uh, you uh you probably didn't love ramsay walking around killing people and still alive and has absolutely no uh,
1: why down. was he in the field why, <laughs> so why was he there he
0: Because he
1: likes like killing things is, is he the commander of the army too why w- why would he be given why would he even be in the army yeah, presumably if, because of his high position he would have some high ranking military position but what experi- what military experience does he have to warrant that why was he there?
0: Well, he's you know do lords not fight in battles? But he wasn't a lord did, until did, like last uh, week. <laughs> so, well, uh, and before that, he was just some guy, so he could have. But if I were guys, Bruce Bolton's
1: only heir at this point, uh, but he's not. Well, he might be. He, do they? That's oh, not, he, didn't his they his wife they... hasn't given birth, so I would. If I, I were they, Bruce Bolton, I, I would they not they allow him out a... into the field.
0: I thought they said they knew it was a boy. That well, I
1: mean, but she, he, but she hasn't given birth yet.
0: All right. Well. I don't know. I did have a problem with this. I just thought that it was it was sort of rubbing in salt in the wound of your um, your irritation that he seems to be completely involved. Yeah, well, there
1: it. there was a great post on the Song of Ice and Fire subreddit after this episode aired that, and, and we'll link it to it in the post, but what it said is Game of Thrones used to be a show that wouldn't cheat to help the good guys. It started out as the show where they wouldn't do this, you know, the terrible deus ex, machina, deus ex machina fantasy tropes to, uh, Get the good guys out of danger because they were the heroes and they had to live, and that you know Ned being the obvious example. And this post said it's turned into a show that will cheat to help the bad guys. <laughs> so it'll do. It'll go through all of these ridiculous, convoluted uh, machinations in order to engineer situations where awful things happen and the and and the bad guys win. That, that happens all the time, I got benefit, and it's it's so frustrating and dumb and just bad writing, and it's like the showrunners don't understand what they were actually doing in the early seasons
0: yeah uh i don't know I mean in this particular situation i didn't i mean what what was cheating about this
1: well this this I'm talking about you know this as a part of uh what i've been talking about with Ramsey and just uh Largely, this happens all over the show. This has happened a lot this season. It's like just the bad guys. The show engineers situations where uh, things can happen uh, that are shock that the audience won't like because that's shocking. And it's like, oh my god, I can't believe this awful thing happened on the show. And you know, like um, what happens to Sansa all season, for instance. Uh, That's that's a great example. It's engineering the situation where there's not there's nothing Sansa can do to get out of this nothing good can happen to Sansa because good things don't happen to the the whatever qualifies as the good guys on the show but the show will go out of its way to make sure good things happen to the bad guys because it thinks that that's the kind of uh story it's been telling it's been telling a show a story about a world where just you know the 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 uh moral compass of this universe is just flipped and good things will only happen to bad people, when really the show it started out as and that everyone thought it was was a show where there was no moral compass and it didn't matter if you were good or bad. It's just things happened and being good wouldn't save you. But now it's being bad will save you.
0: Well, you know, I, I didn't I don't really see it like that. To me, it's, uh, it's a world where, um, and this has always been the case, it's a world where the... Uh, it's a, it's a world of traits you know like if you want to you know like like little rpg characters right you, you you have to have something going for you in order to be able to survive and it's a, it's a, it's a not a question of good and bad that's not an, that's not a factor in it at all in my opinion it's it seems like it's more about you need to have some sort of skill that's going to keep you going and alive and so for example the reason Tyrion has always survived is because she he, because he has uh he he's very very smart um, or or Littlefinger and and Varys and all these characters who have continued to survive because they will always survive as long as they have one up on someone else because they've they've got these other elements not because they're good or bad so why that, so why is it
1: so rare recently for the good guys to be in situations where their traits will help them it seems like they never like have what it seems traits, like the good though? guys I mean, never have the, th-
0: the problem is a lot of them don't have these these well abilities. exactly and that's my, my point Rob the show had, isn't giving them having...
1: situ show is deliberately putting them in situations where they it will not be possible for them to come out on top.
0: Well, but what I'm saying is that there's characters who don't have, you know, something going for them. Like, for example, what what did Rob have going for him? Of course he died. He didn't have anything. There was nothing... He wasn't brilliant. He wasn't... I don't know why he was... I don't even know why people wanted to follow him. Because he was a Stark? Okay. So, you know, he he was an okay fighter. He had some ideas. He got caught up with some woman, and, you know, then he died. Like, it wasn't... The only character, so so in other words, and so people like like Sansa, the only thing she could really have going for her at this point is, you know, intelligence, which we haven't really seen very much of. We've just seen her stand up for herself occasionally. So, like, you know, meanwhile, you have people like Brienne, who I don't see dying anytime soon because she's a very good fighter. That's her big stat. That's keeping her alive and that will keep her alive for a very long time. You know what I mean? I just don't, Some a lot of these characters just have nothing going for them. John is also happens to be a good fighter. He's not the best fighter in the world. He's, good, he's good at it. And but again, alive. this is exactly
1: my point. Why do all well. of these good <laughs> characters have nothing going for them on this show? Why doesn't the show – the show gives them these – like well, Rob I, I is a great say, example. The, the Rob is a great example. Why did people follow him? Because he was a just moral person and he was one of the few yeah, on the show. That's, that's – But yeah, what but do that's, you mean? W- but that's, what? But
0: that's, but, that's, but that's not a skill. That's
1: being but, that's moral, but that's my anything. point. But this, that's my point. This is exactly my point. You're saying it over and over. The show has these good moral people that it wants you – that you are compelled to follow no, because they are the good it. guys. And every, no. why would you care about anyone else no. on the show? that's not and what it, it is. D- okay, okay, what is it? <laughs> I don't...
0: It, it? Because what you're saying is that good being good and moral is not a, it's not a, it's not a skill. It's a, it's a trait, and that well, trait uh, doesn't get you anything. Yeah, that's my point. And, and a good fighter gets you something. So Brienne is good and moral and also a good fighter. She's still alive. No, but... Rob.
1: But the, my point is that... The, oh, this is... A, okay, let's take Ramsey. Why... Ramsey has say, so Ramsey many, many traits and skills that yes, allow him say. to get ahead and succeed... And no no but but I
0: was going to say I actually disagree with that. I actually would say Ramsey – no no I'm saying I would say Ramsey doesn't have any of those skills and he's still succeeding which makes him an aberration in the show. That's that crazy. No, he's he's, he's a
1: he's apparently he's a genius military tactician. He's an incredible fighter. Everyone How,
0: How is he a genius military tactician? He destroys Stannis'
1: entire camp with 20 other people. He apparently he so? apparently was uh have had a leading role in the battle that that smashed uh, Stannis. He is an incredible fighter. He, he, he chased die. off all of those Ironborn last season. Uh he's uh With dogs. incredibly Yeah, who care? But again, Apparently, that's all that the show – that's all that he needed needed in the context of the show because the show gives him – made him so powerful that he didn't need – that he had everything he needed. He doesn't
0: follow the rules of the show, and that's why he's annoying, not because he has special skills. He doesn't. I don't think he does. I think he's a very ordinary person, and they keep letting him survive because they know people hate him, and they love to hate people on the show. And so that's why he's still alive, not because he has any particular uh, ability.
1: If he or didn't any have any ability, he wouldn't have been able to raid Stannis' camp like he did.
0: Eh, he went in and blew up a few
1: The whole stores. point is, <laughs> led, like, oh, you don't need a whole army. I could do it with just 20 other people. Like, he's being all cocky because he knows he's the greatest because the show has made him that way.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, we only just saw that for the first time. I, I, he just doesn't strike me as somebody with, like... There's, he's not... It's not demonstrable. It's not like the mountain. The mountain is literally just you know, a wrecking ball of a human being. That's that's what he is. That's why he, you know, survived as long as he did, because he's just, that's what he is. There's no, there's nothing going, you know, Ramsey's not super smart or super whatever, he's just like, but they keep keeping him alive. Jerry super smart. He's the most cunning the show person on the show. He's,
1: he's, put, he's put so many people <laughs> through horrific psychological torment. That's so,
0: that doesn't make him smart. It makes him a crazy person.
1: But he, 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 you can torture be a crazy person, Deon and if, for that long, okay, a you. dumb crazy person wouldn't be able to inflict <laughs> the kind of torment he did on on Theon and Sansa. He would, ju- he, he would just you be crazy and completely ineffectual.
0: You have to be smart to cut someone's penis off? It's really? the, the
1: tor- no, the, tor- um, the psychological <sighs> torture that he put Theon through is not the same as the physical torture that he put Theon through. Although the physical torture had an impact on Theon's uh, psychology, certainly.
0: Uh i don't know i just don't I don't find him that you know like i agree fundamentally I'm agreeing with you that he's that that he's a problematic character. I just disagree with why because it doesn't fit with how I view the show <laughs> That's all you just view the show differently i I just think that in this show it's a question of evolution, you know survival of the fittest that tends to be what it's about
1: but more often than not recently, the bad guys have been the fittest. that's my point.
0: Well, we have people like Stannis who, who yeah, I don't want to say he's good or bad because you know at first he's like oh he's all right and then he was murdered his daughter, but uh you know the only thing we knew about him is that he was supposedly this military tactician, but we never even saw that so you know and then he died, unsurprisingly considering everything we saw, not what we heard, but what we saw was that he's just kind of not very
1: good. Here, here are the examples that the that the post gives to to support its point. <laughs> okay, so Yara, um, Yara, and the fifty best swordsmen in the Iron Isles lose a fight to a shirtless guy with a knife and three dogs. Uh, the unsullied, embarrassed, the unsullied, the greatest fighting force in the world, embarrassed and sell me a you know supposedly one of the greatest knights of all time, lose a fight against uh, some dudes with knives in an alley. 20 good men, quote-unquote, infiltrate the camp of the greatest military tactician alive. The Elms suddenly lose another fight against some dudes with spears who make a pretty good show of fighting a dragon, and the Boltons, despite not being supported by most of the North and seemingly not having any massive source of money, raise an army of tens of thousands and overwhelm Stannis.
0: How is it tens of thousands? How do we know that?
1: Well, we can see it visually.
0: The whole Stannis thing I don't believe, because here... You cannot tell me in a show that a character is really nice, is like really strong or that I need to see them you know if you want to say the mountain is really strong, but you don 't ever show him doing anything that would indicate that he 's strong uh, in that case, you can actually see he 's a huge dude, but if you don 't see him actually do something that would indicate that he 's you know a, a brute, then you know that doesn 't mean anything to me. You have to see it and in Stannis' case, we never saw him do anything except for we heard once. Or twice that he was this amazing tactician. Exactly, but okay? the, and
1: that was the show, and that was the show telling us that, and it never backed it up because it
0: it never backed it up. You're right, and so it, so in other words, it wasn't real to me. You can't tell me something and then expect me to just take it as gospel. Well, but well, why not? The, I, I I find that ridiculous. If the show to, is saying something
1: it, to you, then you you no, have the show, if the show th- says
0: something to me. Yeah, but if it says something to me, and then we have it, we have we, you put into a scenario where you should see it manifest. You know, for example in Spartacus <laughs> they always talk about in the in the first season they always talk about how Crixus who's like you know this guy's been there for a while you know he's like he's the he's the, the champion of the arena he's always, he never loses a fight and then we see him in like 1500 battles where he just murders people i mean it's, he just just runs through them but if all we ever heard is that he's really great and then we saw him lose fight after fight why which one am i going to believe i'm going to believe what people said or am i going to believe what i just saw him lose six times in a row I'm gonna believe that I just saw him lose six times in a row. That to me is more compelling. I don't care what the other characters. But that's, are my saying. That, that's my good point. Clearly, my point is
1: that doing that is bad writing. <laughs> and my point is, it's it is bad writing to tell us and to establish Stannis through dialogue. Admittedly, that he that just to establish that Stannis is a great military tactician and then still have him uh, lose in the way that he does.
0: Well, I can agree with that. It is bad. It's it is bad writing. I don't know what it was. Very confusing to me. The only thing I could see is if they wanted to spin it as, you know, Stannis, you know, was fra frazzled because of his, you know, uh, losing, you know, food and winter and and all that stuff, and then his daughter, and that's why he lost because he was not in his right mind, or that he's older now and he was much better at tacticianing when he was, you know, younger. But I, you know. They never explain it. He just loses things a lot. Um, but okay, so why don't we why don't we table this for now? We can come back. We can come back to it if it comes up again. But I do want to, I do want to know what you think about uh, Winterfell and uh, what happened with Sansa and uh, oh. this. Well, okay, well, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> I can tell you, you love this. <laughs> um, before that, uh, just finish up Stannis' thing. So the only thing we get left with with Stannis is that he's like laying by a tree. And Brienne and Podrick. The one thing Brienne and Podrick do is uh, well, Podrick. Podrick isn't even he's there at the beginning, and then he's not even there when this all happens. But anyway, Gwen, uh, <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, Brienne finds uh, Stannis by a tree, and then they have a brief conversation where Stannis seems totally not surprised to see Brienne, who he does whom he doesn't recognize, but says, you know, like yeah, sure, do your duty, and then she kills him. This is this is the thing and, I like the you most. said in this the was episode. gonna happen. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I thought it was fine, but you predicted this, and I don't get it. I don't know why this would... I know she said she wanted to...
1: Yeah, like, him. every time she's shown up this season, in every scene.
0: Yeah, but she seems so hell-bent on protecting... Like, protecting Santa, seems more important, and she doesn't even go to the, tem- to the temple to, to uh-huh. go to Winterfell. Well, she, also, she also doesn't,
1: doesn't see the thing, the light in the tower.
0: She doesn't see the light in the tower, but clearly this is an opportunity. Oh, look, the whole army's out. Maybe I could go in and try and rescue Sansa, or I could do any number of things. This would be the, the time to do it. She doesn't, like, really do any of that. And yeah, they just miss each other, you know, ships passing in the night. So this happens. Also, um, you know, we got the uh, ghost with the face of Stannis Baratheon, again, except to Stannis' face. So that was interesting. Um, but uh, anyway, so Sansa. I don't know. Well, I want to say why I like this. Oh, you yeah. do. Oh, okay. I I think
1: I I I like Stannis' final moment where he the two Bolton soldiers come by and he kills them and there's this frustration, they, they, not not that frustration cool. but determination. Where you know right. even at this last moment he's like he, he doesn't believe that he's gonna go out this way. He's like fine, you know, I'll, I'll kill all, I'll kill them all myself if I have to. Uh, and and then he's yeah, injured and, and he can't stand up. But I also really like his final line. It's it's just so. It's so perfectly Stannis that he doesn't protest or, or say anything. He just says, "You know what?" I
0: thought he was going to correct her grammar or something. I was desperately searching through her dialogue just to see, "Oh, did she say something?" You know, as <laughs> that, would have, that would have been responded. the only
1: more Stannis-ish thing for him <laughs> to say. But I, yeah, he just says, "Yeah, sure. You know what? This is your duty. I'm not going to argue with you." And that is that is Stannis to me in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's even when he's at the end of someone else's sword, he recognizes that this is her. You know, this is what she has to do. And it's, it's not because of any, you right. know, it's not even it's not for selfish personal reasons. Well, it kind of is in her case, but for, not from his perspective. Uh, this is just, you know, she has a duty to to her king, and you know, he says, "Fine, you know what? Go ahead. I, I understand." Um, and people have been saying that Stannis isn't dead, <laughs> which is dumb.
0: What? Oh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> a lot sense. of
1: people have been like, "Well, they why you know they cut away at the last second? Maybe she just you know hit the tree and she let him live," which is first of all. I get it because why would the show cut away from this? It's very unlike Game of Thrones to not show him being beheaded. So I don't understand why that cut was was made the way it was. It's it's out of place. And but second of all, Brienne has no reason to let him live. There's nothing in Brienne's character that suggests she would let him live at this point. And what purpose? What what can Stannis do after this? You know, even if she let him live, he's he's still bleeding out in the middle of the forest.
0: Well, he's still got a name and a you know. There's a lot of things he's got going for him. He still can fight. He's still got a. He doesn't have. He's no longer attached to the. How are those tendons,
1: tendons? in his leg ripped out.
0: All right. Well, you know, people heal. I don't know. Maybe he could be an advisor or something. I, I honestly, maybe he's 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 most likely dead. But I do. I didn't even pay, pick up on this. But I, I. That is a little bit weird that they cut away. Um. Yeah. I. The other th- one. Last thing I just want to mention about this. I understand what Brienne's connection to Renly was. Renly's claim to the crown was the dumbest claim. Yeah,
1: I World couldn't World believe king. she said that. The rightful king. It made
0: no sense. The rightful king. It's And it, I forgot about how stupid it was until she went through all that. I was like, but Renly... Okay, he's not even next in line, even if you follow the <laughs> completely illegitimate Baratheon line to the crown. I mean, it makes no sense at all.
1: And Renly's, Renly's claim to the... Uh... To so the throne was never that, you know, it was his by right. He just kind of wanted it. Yeah, basically.
0: And she basically implied that he was the rightful. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, all right. Now, are you ready?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, Sansa is, uh, she tries to, to, to light the thing in the tower, uh, which, by the way, it looks like it's the same tower that Bran fell off of. Yeah, that's
1: what I said that uh, one time. When when Theon did was you? going up there, okay. I, or I think I. I mean, did. he went
0: to a different tower, I think, because the tower that 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 Bran fell off, of, remember, was like a it's like a barn. Yeah, it's the it's it the, the broken. Like well, added. it's the
1: broken tower is what it's called.
0: Right. Oh, okay. It's a broken, It's the broken tower. Well, anyway, the point is. Sorry, uh, no. So, that I'm sorry. Uh,
1: that was that was totally irrelevant. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, the
0: Brienne. So Bran doesn't see the light that she puts in the the thing uh, in the window, um, and then. She tries to make an escape, I guess, as she sees that, of course, Stannis did not win the fight, and that uh, that Ramsay was coming back. So she's ru- running along the wall, and she runs into Miranda, who has a bow and arrow, which she had before, this uh, continuity. There you go. <laughs> character, um, character trait. <laughs> character trait, she has a bow and arrow. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> she's with Theon, who's there for some reason, and, uh, it kind of irritated me that he was in the scene. By the way, um, that not I know why. I had, like I know what the purpose was, but I could see it coming well before. big just because he was in the scene, I was like, the, Miranda could have just stopped him. Why is Leon in the scene at all? And then I was like, Oh, it's because. Or it could have just stopped. Because the right. scene um, isn't about Sansa. Right. Exactly. Because it's not about Sansa. And I was like, what? And. Yeah, which by the
1: which catchy. by the way, let's lead into this. This confirms everything I said about that the the scene at the end of episode six. Everything, including that the cutaway to Theon's face, meant that the scene was actually about Theon's development and not Sansa's. Yeah,
0: I still don't I still don't believe that because and I know you because like, what
1: because what, what was everything in Winterfell but, leading no, because, to? It was leading to this moment where Theon um, betrays yeah, Ramsay but, and becomes a good guy again and rescues Sansa. None of this was yeah, about she Sansa. Does,
0: yeah, but but she first of all she still he still wasn't to me he didn't start developing i don't think he started developing in that scene i think he started developing when sansa it, it was a it was a transitionary thing where the beginning of it is about sansa which by the way in it in and it of itself is problematic right we know that, that that was like one of the things one of the reasons people were upset was using sexual assault in this show as a means of character development for a female character is should not be a default for the show like that in and it of itself was the problem was a problem but that it was not even about her; it was about Theon. Uh, interesting, except to me, it, he, he didn't really change until she confronted him about the about her her brothers. And I feel like that's when it clicked. And it, so it wasn't. So, in other words, A moved, B moved, C. Not A moved, C. Well, no, but it the might, the you,
1: hi, you know him seeing what happens to her, it, it seems to cl- very clearly be like the prelude because it's the very next episode where he agrees to light the candle for her. But he doesn't. that was well, he only doesn't because Ramsey's there, oh no, that's sorry you're Again. right that was uh, you corrected me on that I, I misread that scene,
0: or at least as long as I was right about that yeah I don't, I, but I, I'm assuming I was right about that, but yeah that that uh he went somewhere else, he did not go to the place he was supposed to go, and he told him uh, right away um but so so to me, to me, this was but what so my complaint is not what your complaint is, it's not that it was about. Theon, although it is annoying that Theon has the big final moment and not Sansa. But I mean, why couldn't she have been the one who said let's jump off? Exactly.
1: No, that's exactly my point.
0: It doesn't even have to it's like right there. Um that was stupid. But also that was a weird plan. And then they cut away from it. Like, <sighs> yeah, people think that, that they might
1: be dead too, which was... what? I doubt what? it. What? I doubt that. No, that's Absolutely. ridiculous. That seems,
0: that seems absurd, but what are they both gonna that be? That would be the you dumbest know, like thing in the world if
1: their last the last thing they did after everything that had just happened was just jump, jump, off, jump of off the wall to their deaths. I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, it's – the other thing, too, is I'm wondering about heights. I uh, i think I tweeted about that. I guess their plan what, was what, to, what to fall the in the snow,
1: right? The I guess, well, I, I guess they were just assuming that the snow would break the fall.
0: But didn't it melt? Wasn't that the whole part?
1: Well, we yeah. saw that we did. We saw snow, bl- some snow below the wall. Uh, definitely. Okay. Well, a, 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 like a couple inches of snow. Like, like, well, like exactly. It's from like, I don't know how, up, yeah, how from that thing. height would you be able to gauge? You know, and you know, do we do? do they know if the snow the is soft time, or compact?
0: But the last time we saw this happen was in, you know, with Bran, right? And Bran nearly died. And he's completely paralyzed below the waist. So.
1: This does happen in what? the in the book, by the way, and I think it's just as silly.
0: Does it end there?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it does end with him and um, not Sansa, obviously, but f- uh, fake Arya jumping off the wall. Fake,
0: f- fake Arya, right? Um, so yeah, very confusing. Um, but, and yes, I agree. Again, I, I'm not even disagreeing that 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 Sansa should have been the one to take initiative here. I just think that uh, that I don't think this whole thing has been building the Theon per se. I think but that this is what the Winterfell thing has been building
1: to when it's all about Theon. It has nothing to do with Sansa. If
0: the entire thing in Winterfell was building to them jumping off a wall, that's stupid. But it, that it, it was. That's the ending. It's not. No, th- that's what I'm saying. And this is getting back to what we were talking about earlier, which is uh, which episode, which of these plot lines actually end. And this one doesn't really end. And this is like a plot point in – it's no more or less significant than the tower or than, than you know the scene in episode six. It's just – it's just what happened next it's not a conclusion they just Well we off.
1: I one I think we kind of we have to take it as an implicit end because it's the season finale to some extent I, I mean, you know I I think you're right but also be, you know this is all, the end of the story I mean, of, like this Spendanis is the end Spendanis. of the story of Sansa and Theon in Winterfell because they're they left
0: Okay but i don't think it shows it doesn't explain it doesn't talk enough about character development for either character for us to really get any sort of Concrete answer. Also I mean, and if it's and if if the finale is if this is because it's the finale, we have to assume it's implicit. Then Danny's ending, which is not an ending at all. No, you, you're right. Is an ending, but it's yeah. not. Well,
1: this is a this is a problem with the book too. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but uh, George R. R. Martin's editor cut the last 200 pages out of right. Book Five and saved them for Book Six. So this is the ending of every storyline. This is where every storyline ends in the book too. They all end on cliffhangers, and it's yeah, awful. It's
0: frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we, we gotta, we gotta move on. (laughs) We do. We do. So, uh, King's Landing is, I thought that was later in the, in the episode. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's like Uh, the second to last thing that happened. So we can, it's like the second to last thing we can, why don't we save King's Landing? Um, so there's Dorne, uh, do you want to do Dorne? I can't
1: believe this. Yeah. I can't believe, (laughs) like, I legit, I don't know what I was expecting, but I legitimately can't believe that we got to the finale and Dorne still... Was a complete waste of time. Like, wh- okay, what was? Th- uh, this is what it was leading. You know, I to. had this.
0: I had. I got into. I got into a thing with someone uh, recently about this, and I said this was stupid. This entire thing could have been done off screen. It was necessary. Having said that, the one piece of this that is relevant is that they now have Tristan. That That's the Lancers Now have Tristane and explaining him being there would might be a little bit difficult the whole thing with Marcella could have happened off screen that was completely unnecessary well, they couldn't they could have uh, just said
1: like hey since Oberon died Doran sent uh, prince Tristain to take his place on the council
0: yeah but it has to be look like now it's now it's he's a he's that could have happened first and then but then we would have had to learn about Tristain and
1: well, well, what yeah, have we learned know. about Tristain yet nothing
0: we have not he's a, just a political pawn but now we have a problem where the Lannisters are probably going to accuse the Martells of trying to kill, of killing Marcella, even though we know that it wasn't Doran. As far as we know, it was really just uh, the Sand Snakes uh, or Laria specifically. And uh, now he's like a political hostage because of Myrcella's death. Well, but to be
1: fair, like we'll get to in King's Landing, the Lannisters aren't in, really in power anymore. So who knows what they'll find when they get Well, back. that
0: is also true. But but at the very least, he's a hostage, right? Even if it's just Jamie.
1: Well, but Jamie must know that he had nothing to do with it because he, he knows that Tristane wasn't Marcella's enemy.
0: Well, well, we know that, but more importantly, we also know that, um, uh, we know that Bron can Bron can be like. And by the way, it explains that jail scene now, cause now. Braun yeah, I can can't be like, believe hey, I recognize I, that. I want to say,
1: yeah, you were right about that, but I still I can't I can't can't believe it. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, what that 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 that, that they were actually nice flirting. Yeah, they Jesus. were. You farted. were right. I completely. I completely. <laughs> I, comple- I see that point to you completely. You were 100% right about that. I still can't believe it. It's <laughs> the scene where they. Their final scene was so stupid.
0: I thought it would have something to do with their escape, so now I'm kind of just like, whatever about it. But now I know why the jail scene happened, though, which is to say it was all about Bron learning about how this poison works so that he can recognize it. In Rosella, and say, "Oh, I know what this is. This is a sand snake." Oh, maybe, yeah, and maybe, and maybe point out and say, "Well, just because it was a sand snake doesn't mean Doran was in <laughs> But
1: prison. also, who else would it be? <laughs> you know, it's like who, like who, who else would possibly have done well, this? To well,
0: Marsella? but we know the sand snakes were in jail, so now you could say it just might help clarify things so that they don't assume that you know Doran's declaring war on the rest of the you know King's Landing and the rest of it, uh, or on the Lannisters. But, let's leave it alone. I mean, okay, so this was stupid, and then the best part is at the end, when all the sand snakes walk off, Like, and it's supposed to be, like, majestic, you know? And, no, the like, best part Kim is when she tries to throw the, justice.
1: she tries throw the handkerchief dramatically into the sea, and it oh, yeah, and it goes in the go. other direction. <laughs> 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 that was funny,
0: too. I was, that was awkward. Uh, that basically summed up their entire point, <laughs> <actually>. Um <laughs> And also, when she kisses Marcella, how did nobody see that? That's being weird,
1: well, you no, know, in Dorne they have different they have different customs.
0: But okay, but nobody does that. <laughs> like with the one who was the one the one who was flirting with Bronn, what didn't even do that? No, I, you're right. And it's, she's like 14. What the hell? <laughs> no one did that. That was just weird. And I, as soon as she did that, I was like, okay, so she's gonna die. And then it was all to have that like nothing conversation about how, oh, I really know you're my father. Oh, I'm dead. You know, it was just yeah. The bright side, we don't get to see any more Marcella, so you know. Well,
1: we didn't see exactly. any of her to begin with.
0: Yeah, but her scenes were not very invigorating. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean I she's no great
1: loss, I guess, but
0: Well that's what I'm saying that's basically my feeling. Um and, and by the way, I still don't believe that we couldn't have just had the original Marcella play this role. She had like four scenes they were not very important and then she dies. <sighs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Recasting. No, nothing her, about you know, Dorn so. makes sense this season. It's all bad. It's but all-
0: but Dorn was a waste. They then they sail off and that, you know, it is what it is and they yeah. So, um, Bravos. This is a a bit more interesting. Um, did you did you like this? Did you like this? Because I think this is what we talked about before, and I actually thought it was pretty well executed. Yeah. No, because I like this. What we thought might, ha- might happen with Arya. Yeah. And I, I like
1: specifically that she uses the face of the girl from a few episodes ago. That was a nice uh, payoff to that. Oh. Did she? Um, I didn't yeah, even well, recognize her. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't have recognized it, but they do show her in the previous Leon to kind of... Ah, you know, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I never watched it. Yeah, and then, yeah they, they only... I mean, she's only wearing the face for a second.
0: Um, right.
1: Yeah, but uh, but I
0: just I just like that she was using a face because I was like, oh, so that's a thing that they might do in the future. Um, an interesting choice. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I, I liked. Um,
1: she first of all, I, so brutal the way she takes him out. Oh yeah, I so love brutal. that.
0: That was awesome. It was she was like a little. Uh, uh, I'm trying to. Th- there's something that this reminds me of, and I don't know what. Yeah, it me is, too.
1: Her perform. Maisie Williams me. was excellent in the scene, and her performance. She was awesome. The way she kind of, the way she kind of slid around, and the, just the way she kind of.
0: Well, she just leapt out like this, like, little, you know, I don't know, like, almost Gollum-like, you know, uh, I guess maybe it reminded me of Gollum at the end of, you know, Return of the King or something it Kind like of, that, well, the, just, yeah,
1: her whole kind of skulking, like, very menacing movement, I could see that. Yeah,
0: and then her just, and then her just deadpan was very good, and it was, her deadpan, she's been working on it, I could tell, because <laughs> it, I didn't used to like it it was just seemed overly dramatic when she hadn't actually done anything cool so it was like why are you doing this but now she stag- stabbed marin trant like a million times and then you know stuffed the thing in his mouth and then you know was interrogating him and all that stuff and so when she's cold and deadpan it was like this has weight this means something and she also just sold it better i think than she has in the past and i thought it was i thought it was awesome i really like this this whole scene Uh, And then exactly what you thought was going to happen, with with Jack and Agar and the Waif, uh, happened. And by the way, we got a little bit of confirmation about that thing we were wondering about of if Jack and Agar really was Jack and Agar. Oh yeah, it was
1: a. um, It uh, yeah. Yeah. Although you know, to be to be fair to your point, we don't know. Yeah, we we still don't know for sure. And (laughs) you know, we We could that could have been. um, We don't know if the the uh, no one that she met and pulled all the faces off of was the Jack and she. Had met initially, or if that was
0: awesome, by the way. I oh yeah, that was a great, great that effect. So cool, so cool. It was like you know, first <laughs> it reminded me of this. There's a gif online. uh Maybe I can link to it. But there's this gif online where there's, uh, I think it's like a man and a woman, and one of them's like swiping the faces on the other one and it's just like the face is changing, like it's shifting to the left, but then it gets replaced by the exact same face. And it's just a gif, it's just like a looping gif. And somebody thought that that was a very good metaphor for like Tinder or something. And as this was happening, all I could think of was that gif uh and uh and, and, and Tinder. So, you know, that's that's what that invoked for me. <laughs> but uh um <laughs> uh, but I did think that this was uh this was this was a great a great moment. And then at the end, the implication that if she blind?
1: Yeah, she's been uh, uh blinded apparently.
0: I that was weird and I didn't it didn't I don't it didn't sink in like it was permanent or if this is a real thing or if she's just going to be blind for the rest of this. Yeah. season. Yeah, it's you know? not it's not even
1: clear like for all we know uh anything could be happening to her right now. Uh, it's not clear exactly what the why they're doing this to her because initially what we think that um they're gonna. She's gonna have to die to repay the debt or whatever. But then no, you know, the Jack and drinks it, but he's no one. So, so it's not clear how she is going to repent for this by becoming blind. This does. This is her cliffhanger at the end of book four. So this is the only storyline that has more to go in published material. Um. Yeah. So the show really hasn't explained. Well, it doesn't have to explain. Oh, so, so, you,
0: so there's more. You said. In yeah, she's she's like
1: one, two, or three more chapters in the fifth book. There's a little more.
0: Uh, Interesting. Well, I mean, one thing I do find interesting is that as she's taking the faces away, she sees herself, which I don't understand. I thought people had to die to get the face. Yeah, I guess, it, you know,
1: maybe just mag- I guess magic. <laughs> I guess it's just magic. <laughs> Who knows? It
0: was a cool, I mean, it was cool, but it was also like, what? Uh, I'm confused. Uh, the other thing about faces, by the way, they don't explain this at all, but like, if you put on the face of somebody who's a completely different skin tone to you, do you, do you change your whole body?
1: Um. Well, that that's or
0: like size. Like we she, saw that. She, um, like for example, at at
1: the very beginning of the season, with the guy she meets initially, who takes off his face and becomes Jack in a car. Uh, yeah, but
0: but so I guess that does happen then. But the, how does what? It's magic. Or like, yeah, yes. But also, like, if you become, let's say, Jack and becomes Arya. Arya's, is like, you know, a quarter of his size. So, what, does
1: she um, become tiny? I would assume that it has to be someone of comparable size to you. I I would be surprised if they could. uh... If their magic extended that far, um, which is why Arya could turn into the little girl who's the same size as her. Yeah, I don't think Arya could put on a face and become the mountain. Well,
0: no, but he does. That's what was weird about it. He, has, he Yeah, she's taking it away. She sees the you know her own face, which I was like, how does that work? Macy Williams is tiny. <laughs> um, but anyways, I will say this. I, so I don't get it. I haven't gotten emotional, I think, about... Any death in the show i don't maybe ever I just don't it's just i can't i can't get emotional about it i don't care um and i don't I don't say that like i I hate it and or whatever I just I, the reason i don't get emotional is I decided very early on that if everyone was going to die then there's no point in investing in anyone, so I just don't invest in anything and then i don't feel upset however, I guess I would invested in Jack and Agar, because I got really upset when he died, <laughs> which you know I was like really upset it was the first time I've ever Cared, and then uh, it turns out that wasn't uh, that wasn't the case. He wasn't actually dead. So I was like, all right. As long as we get more Tamalasia, I don't really care what you know who dies or or whatever. Um, so yeah. So anyway, this was I I enjoyed this. It was a good finale to this, or a good you know conclusion to this this storyline. Uh, even if we didn't get a total uh, wrap up, um, but it could have happened way earlier. There's no reason for it to be saved for the finale. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, I think we can move on to uh, the Narrow Sea, across the Narrow Sea, uh, where we get a little bit more... I, I, I will say this. What goes on in Marine, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, I did. I really Interesting. liked it. Why, you didn't?
1: No, because I thought... When I was watching it, it was like, oh my god, this is going to piss Soren off so much. Really? Because they put... Tyrion, one of your favorite characters in a position that you have gone on record as saying is the death of a character like Daenerys, who, you know, is a black hole of interest being in charge of Marine.
0: No, no, she's a black hole of interest in general. She doesn't. She's not interesting without other characters. Tyrion's always interesting. And not only is Tyrion always interesting, no matter what situation he's in, even in jail, in a little cell, where it's just people walking in and talking to him, it was interesting. Uh, The only person. it's it's just that Daenerys, like for example, if Jon Snow had been in charge of Marine, he would have been equally as boring. He's not interesting when he, all he's doing is 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 leading. In this in this, what I loved about Jon Snow's storyline, for example, is he's le- he's leaving, he's making big decisions, he's trying new things. He's not just sitting there signing papers. That's like you know part of his job, but it's not all he does. And all Daenerys did was, you know, there were bright spots occasionally where oh the dragons, oh but no, back to you know dealing with the plight of you know people, uh, the Marinese people. Um, but Tyrion will do things, and Tyrion is interesting, and Tyrion is fun in dialogue, and he makes other people interesting. So I am I am actually excited to see that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, excited
1: to see Tyrion, like, have to deal with more boring Maranese politics. I, I just, well, I wish he could be yeah, doing anything I see
0: else. Him, I see him doing something, sure, but I can see him doing something cool. You know, first of all, I can't see them letting Tyrion fall into the same hole Danny did. Uh, I just can't see them doing that. I'm sure they will give him something interesting to do. and but they gave him the, the way, least interesting he's... thing to do. No, but while he's there. I mean, he...
1: But, the, I mean, how... But what, uh... Daenerys,
0: like, legitimately did nothing when she was in charge. She just sat there looking... Well, she did him. a
1: lot, but it made no impact because Marine is a complete... But well, she didn't. Is a what quagmire. did she do? What did she do? She, uh... First, she, you know, she tried to... She tried to have a hard line with the uh, Masters, and then that backfired, and then she... Killed the slave and tried to be more even-handed, and that backfired. And then she, every she she uh, roasted the things. the masters, and then then she decided to marry one. And she decided she, she wouldn't reinstate the games, but then she did. And you know, every episode she made a, she. Tr-
0: those are all those. That sounds like you're watching C-SPAN. I, I just. That's I my point. That that's, that's what happens in I don't the think, ring. You can't do anything that's interesting there. In what universe could you – I could see that happening to Danny, who has no ruling experience and isn't interesting and doesn't have any interesting ideas. Her her ideas extend as far as I'm going to break the wheel and
1: I don't – But no, but Tyrion is going to be presented with the same choices.
0: Yes, but he actually has interesting – first of all, his dialogue just fundamentally is more interesting. Not to mention that the reason that I'm also interested in this storyline now is that Varys just showed up. And Varys is also very interesting. I like his character. And I can't see them just sitting around, you know entertaining guests, or like entertaining, you know, random citizen complaints on a day-to-day basis the way that Danny did. I don't think they're going to run it in any, It won't be... In other words, I'm not worried about it because I don't think it's going to be in any way similar to what we saw before. That's just not my impression. Well, but it has to that's be because as we've, we've ever seen come with, to as we've
1: seen with Danny, the people will hate if they, you know, if she chucks out their customs and tries to rule it in a way that's out of line with the way that Marine has been ruled.
0: Yes, but the way here's the thing when conflict is presented to you there's ways you can handle it and the way that Danny always handled it was never that interesting to me she did one interesting thing was which was burn a couple of people but most of it was and it was all based on this false sense of morality and this whole nonsense that she's you know peddling because she's you know a young person who doesn't know what you know what, what's what but Tyrion has actual he he's he can be a lot more realistic about things and be like all right well we we'll need to do this that and the other thing I'm not worried about it. I I am not nah. worried about it because I've never I've never Tyrion's never been in a situation for the entire series where I've ever been like, oh, I I hope he leaves this soon because this is boring. Ever. He's when he was handed the king, when he was wandering around with Bronn, when he was he's always been uh fun to watch and and and, enter- and entertaining. There's a reason people, you know, people love Peter Nicholas and it's cuz he invigorates scenes. Who who thought he would be interesting, you know, with Danny after this season, where she just doesn't do anything interesting? And then her, their one scene together, or their two scenes together, it's almost interesting she's been in ages. I think if anyone can make this stupid city interesting, it'll be Tyrion. I hope that this changes, you know, I, 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 I trust they won't be there for the entire season, but we'll see what happens. Um, Especially with the, uh, now that the two actually physically fit people have left, um, to go and try and find Danny, I guess. Uh, the only people left are Grey Worm, who's injured, and um, uh, and uh, and Tyrion, and was was there someone else?
1: Masande and Varys.
0: Oh, and Masande and Varys. Okay, none of these people are in physical fighting shape. The only person is Grey Worm, but he's you know wounded. So um, so I I do envision also you know assassination attempts and things like that. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know I'm not I'm actually not that worried about it and I loved when Varys showed up um, I thought that I was like yes good cool everything is right you just
1: generally have more faith in the show than I do
0: <laughs> well I have faith in them writing Tyrion they have when have they ever misstepped with him uh, you know
1: yeah uh, well it's yeah well it's again yeah tracker, it's not Tyrion I'm worried about it just I I don't they've have, they have always struggled and George R. R Martin has always struggled with making marine interesting and it'll be like you know great I you know. Tyrion is a fun character, but it's everything surrounding him is just misery week in and week out.
0: Maybe he'll find a way to leave in the first episode. But he's the kind of character where that could happen. Danny was never gonna leave because she's you know, Danny. So I don't know, we'll see. But but uh we do get a very different scene uh with Danny herself, uh which was uh very strange and I have absolutely no idea uh how to
1: interpret it. Yeah, me neither. Really? <laughs> Yeah, well, this is <laughs> this is Daenerys. This is the final chapter of of, of A Dance with Dragons. This is, is Daenerys' final chapter. It's um, almost word for word the same. There's one <laughs> there's one notable difference, um, and um, I, I would like to just hang on. No, sec. Let me let me get this thing out. Uh, I would like to read a brief sample from the book, if if you'll indulge me please okay so this is a this is um page 937 of Dance with the Dragons Daenerys <clears throat> so this is you know context is exactly the same uh, she's landed with the Drogon she doesn't really know what to do uh, what's happened to her in the book is that she's <laughs> contracted some like horrific uh, virus like dysentery or something oh. so the, so <clears throat> so it says uh, I can't oh my god whew okay Sunset found her squatting in the grass, groaning. Every stool was looser than the one before and smelled fouler. <laughs> By the time the moon came up, she was shitting brown water. The more she drank, the more she shat. But the more she shat, the thirstier she grew. And her thirst sent her crawling to the stream to suck up more water. When she closed her eyes at last, Danny did not know whether she would be strong enough to open them again. She dreamt of her dead brother. So that's that's the whole chapter, basically. <laughs> Until the Tothraki show up. <laughs> Um, so I think, okay. it, uh, on those terms, the show, uh, definite improvement, but I still don't know where well, they're going with this.
0: I mean, dysentery is, uh, you know, a serious thing that can, that like, can kill you. if You don't have resources to, you know, rehydrate and things like that, I guess. I, I don't know. Anybody who's played Oregon Trail knows that. <laughs> da- very well, Daenerys Trail, know.
1: or no, uh, Braavos Trail.
0: Bravo's Trail, right, exactly. Um, but, uh. Yeah, I guess what I'm just terribly confused about is what the hell, like these are they Dothraki? Yeah. That show up. What? 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 <laughs> I guess there's more than just the ones that we met. Before. Oh yeah,
1: well that was only one um, group, like the one the clan. Yeah, one clan. Um, in the in the book specifically, it's one led by uh, one of Khal Drogo's blood riders who uh, left him left after he died, but that character oh, was okay. killed by Jorah. Uh, at the end of season oh. 1 so it's just like probably just some well, random awkward. some random dothraki but yeah i don't know what didn't like what
0: well they might still use that they might still say you know i remember you from whatever and you like, it'll just be somebody we never saw they could yeah you know if that's if that's the way they want to go with it but of course now they're beyond the books so they can really do whatever
1: they want yeah i, I just i don't know what daenerys has a recourse is i guess she has a dragon so that you know that might uh, curry some favor with the dothraki but yeah. in terms of her power as a Khaleesi that kind of evaporated with them when Kaldrogo died, like that was a major plot point of season one. So yeah, I don't know what's where where they're what they're doing here. I don't know what's happening. Well,
0: it's very it's a lot like the uh the Misa scene, but in this case, you know, where they're surrounding her, except in this case, they're not excited to see her or like, you know, you're gonna be our new leader. They're just surrounding her and it's a very tense situation. Uh, but of all the cliffhangers in this uh episode i would say this is the worst one like not the worst like it was the most upset but it's it's the least conclusive
1: yeah cuz it's not like oh what's going to happen it's like oh what's going to happen
0: that it, it could have opened next uh, season it was unnecessary to put it in here it's just a stupid scene to leave off on uh, yeah i
1: also i didn't realize until someone explained it to me why she drops the ring um apparently that was like a uh, mary pippin uh in case so, so if someone's tracking her they can they can find her thing what
0: I assumed it was a uh, so that she could. I mean, I took it completely differently. I thought it was like, "Oh, I'll marry the king of this thing so I can be in charge of it or something." You know, that's what I thought. <laughs> or, but she or... she hadn't
1: been married uh, to his yet when when he died when when she well, left. Well,
0: I assumed it was either that or it was a um, a ring, a Dothraki ring, maybe or or something, something to either distance herself from the fact that she was married to Khal Drogo or to say. Uh, to say I'm not married to anyone just in case anybody misinterprets that so that I can but to say that it was just to so that someone can track her. Yeah. I mean I guess that makes sense too. I can't picture Jorah like coming
1: across the field and and saying, Oh, a Khaleesi lay here <laughs>
0: Yeah, finding the the broken rope and uh you know following the, the, the squished grass. Finding yeah. a
1: campfire and kicking a Dethraki helmet. <laughs> Which
0: I think wasn't it by the way, Viggo Mortensen broke his toe.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorite movie trivia bits. <laughs> it's so great because he's in like he's like ah, he, <laughs> he screams so loud. <laughs> oh, so great! But he looks
0: so upset. It's so perfect. Um, but anyway, <laughs> leaving the two towers aside, um, yeah. So I guess that's what it is. I I had no idea. I didn't I didn't connect it as such. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so this 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 ended, uh, and uh, we, it was less uh less crap than the book i guess <laughs> it, it yeah uh, it was it
1: was less crap and there was less crap <laughs>
0: uh and uh yeah that, that that's about it uh so uh the big to me the big scene well i guess the big scene is the last scene but really this scene takes up most of the the episode so we we're in king's landing and i really want to know what you think about this uh does this king's landing stuff happen in the books
1: Oh, yeah, this scene is exactly what happens in the books.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. All right, well... So, Cersei comes to High Sparrow and says, I don't, uh, you know, if I confess, can I go free? And he says, well, yeah, well, you have to say what you did, and then we'll see, and we'll, you know, see if the mother's mercy and all that stuff. So she confesses to sleeping with with Lancel, and also to lying or something. And then... uh, and then her punishment is to be stripped naked, her hair cut, which, by the way, I believe Lena Headey's actual hair is tends to usually be pretty short, uh, but brown, not blonde. Um, so I find that weird because, you know, this is supposed to be very different for her. But like, if you know the actress, <laughs> this is actually pretty normal uh, for her. But any, in any case, um, I was – and then she, she has to walk naked through the streets of King's Landing all the way to the Red Keep where uh, her – posse is waiting for her. Uh and I am of two minds about this scene. Like uh, first of all I want to commend Lena Headey for doing this scene because I think it's um incredibly brave to just on a very basic level to be naked that long because I think that's the longest any character.
1: And I, and also um she show. I think she was she did use a body double she was pregnant at the time so commend her body double as well for the same reason yeah very oh
0: i didn't know that yeah okay.
1: very uh oh, yeah. uh courageous thing to do as an as an actor
0: it really is and especially in this context which is just humili- humiliating uh, on the flip side from the narrative standpoint people aren't upset about this or at least i haven't seen people be upset about this but this uh, to me this is this is another example of arguably sexual humiliation as a means of character development for a female character. This is the same thing. I, I mean, that people are, would not be upset about this as compared with what happened in, you know, episode six. It's kind of, I'm not comparing these directly. Like, I don't want to, you know, to d- draw that direct line, you know, anything like that, but this is sexual humiliation or sexual, you know, embarrassment, or sexual, you know, all these awful things. And it's being used to develop Cersei, or to at least drive her storyline forward.
1: Well, the difference I think, and a joke tweet that I saw a lot when this happened, but uh, I think has a lot of relevance, is that um, a lot of people said, wow, great. Game of Thrones did a great job simulating what it's like for a woman to uh, be on the internet. And I think that that is why this scene is not getting the kind of criticism that the Santa scene did, because it is there is a, it, 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 it's saying something. It, there is a point. It's not just this awful thing happening it's, to what's happen. What's saying? The the it, the point. It's it's saying something about. Well, she, I mean, she's literally being slut shamed in this scene, and it, it's, yes. it's 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 a depiction of that, but not just oh, it's uh, not just for narrative shock value there is is there is subtext to it about about what is actually happening and it it has a sub it has subtextual relevance uh to to the viewers and and into the real world that is not just
0: oh i mean i mean sexual assault happens in the real world too i mean the the other but that was just a
1: sexual assault happening it's like there what's what's the subtext there oh this happens
0: this, this this happened. I mean, there was nothing to. It. It was well, okay, but no, but I mean, you, it went it, like five People minutes. are not forced to absurd. walk
1: naked through the streets and be have poop thrown at them in real life. But it has
0: no. But the walk of shame is a real thing. A walk of shame is a real thing. Where oh, I slept with somebody, and now it's you no know, awkward to walk back to my dorm or to my. Oh, but the, that thing. is not
1: the, that is not what happens here. That, that is you can say you know that as a, you know oh you know it's it's, it's supposed to resemble that, but, but it's this is that is you cannot. Uh, it's 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 extremely it's different. An the, the ex- r- it's an exa- exaggerated version the same
0: principle. Yeah. Okay, so is 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 Ramsey not an exaggerated character? I'm just what happens so to Santa is, is not an
1: exaggerated version of what happens in real life all the time.
0: Okay, so maybe it's not an exaggerated version, but it's it's but my but the fundamental point is, it's still it's still uh, some form of, uh, I don't really know how to describe it sexualization, violent sexualization of a, of a female character for the purposes of character development. That, that's what it is. And it goes on for an extraordinary long amount of time. It's way longer, way more gratuitous than anything we've gotten previously, as far as I can tell. And nobody seems to have a problem with it. In fact, some people are calling it, you know, this amazing moment for women. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is heinous. <laughs> but I think... You know, but I. The point is that uh, the, heinous, I mean, no, but the
1: uh, the point is know. that it is it is heinous, and the show is not unlike with Sansa uh, this showing this horrific thing. Because of, like, because the, no, but because we, with Sansa it's like it's doing it on the with the understanding that this is a heinous thing, and no, this is a thing that you know is awful, and it's happening to this beloved character. This is a thing that we are seeing that doesn't happen in the real world that we are seeing, and it's awful, and it's happening to a character that we hate. And all of a sudden. Well, I don't, I don't I, and it it takes on different meaning because of that and because it goes on for so long yeah, it, i it, it has to go on that, for so long because i don't t- understand because no one at the end of the scene is saying is, isn't saying uh, you know at least a little bit wow that's awful even cersei shouldn't have had to go through with that and that's what that's the point of this that the scene is making is that nobody should have to go through that even someone like cersei well, the
0: show is not saying that the show sure is, not it is saying that because every no all of her all of her peers are like don't worry about it we're going to kill everyone they don't, it's not like they're like, oh, you know... Do that you doesn't make... Well, no, but they're not saying... Anymore, right? th- but
1: they're not saying to her, oh, that was nothing, walk it off.
0: They don't address it in any way. No,
1: Kyber is there with like a blanket into, hey, look, to wrap around her and give her a again. hug. He's there, to, he's there to console her and recognize that what she just went through was awful.
0: No, he's like, next thing, let's go. The mountain is alive. Let's go, let's murder people. Well, no, he's
1: consoling her. He's recognizing yeah. what she's just gone through.
0: I think that's all very thin. No, that's exactly
1: what happens on screen. I no Yes. I no, think. come on.
0: No. I think she does it. I think she communicates all of this. But exactly. I don't think anyone else is paying that much attention. But then me. what else do you need? <laughs> yeah, all you need is for the Okay, so if, as long as the sexual humiliation happens, but the woman is upset, even though no one else acknowledges that this is a horrible. thing. Okay, happened, no, you, but, but, but again, you upset. cannot
1: say no one else acknowledges that, it when Kyber runs up to her with the blanket and and hugs and her. And throws a blanket
0: over her to cover her because she's naked. But you know, to say that he's consoling her, he immediately starts talking about his latest science project. And that's how
1: he's consoling her. He's like, he's like, okay, you know, he's he's embracing her and holding her while she's weeping.
0: You've put more, you've put more sympathy and emotion into the way you just said the wor- the word okay than he does in his entire.
1: That's life that's, that's, life, that's you know, you know and the, but again, well. <laughs> well, that's that's how Kybern is, to be fair. But again, I, I think that I, I don't see how this is going against anything I've just said about this scene. I, I don't think that you can compare it to the Sansa scene. I think it is a lot richer, and it's not – I wouldn't call it uh, sexist in the same way I would call the Sansa – what happens to Sansa sexist. Because I think that this is actually – it is making a very uh, anti-sexist point.
0: Well, this, you're right. This does happen to male characters in the show all the time. You're right.
1: It is I mean, the no, first no, no, time no, we saw no. it. It happened to a male character. When the High Septon, when he's dragged out of of uh, uh, Littlefinger's brothel, they do this to him. We see it earlier this season.
0: I mean, I remember the scene you're talking about, but I don't remember what happens in it.
1: It's oh, oh come on. It's the. Ex- <laughs>
0: but even 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 okay. So let's say the same thing happens. It certainly wasn't a five minute long scene. Obviously, it's a High Septon. Oh, well, of course not, because, because they
1: but they're setting up, and we see the same thing happen.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I to me it for for a major character, this would never have happened to Jamie. It never would have happened to any of the other characters because that's not how the show operates. It's not what they do. They don't they only do this they only do this to female characters. It just, that's what it is. I mean that that's just how I how I view it, especially in the context of all the things we've seen so far. I, I okay, so here's the thing. The sexual assault is triggering, so people like respond to that more immediately. But to me this is like it just—it seems like another version of the same general, you know, motif we've seen reappear throughout the series, you know, and especially if it ends up leading just, you know, any sort of change in Cersei, which it quite possibly could, because she doesn't say anything, as far as I can tell, right? She's not like, all right, cool, let's get going, like let's. She's she's still really upset. She doesn't even say like, yeah, let's kill everyone. So we don't know what her stance is at this point. Um. So I am. I. I we'll see how that develops, but. I don't know, it it didn't it didn't quite sit right with me. I again, I I, I will commend the actors for doing a great job with what they were given, uh, but I'm ambivalent. yeah no I well I yeah
1: I liked the scene. I saw a lot of uh, uh, of women and, and feminists saying uh, that they liked the scene, uh, and I think that it, it which is so funny because I saw a lot of I saw so many people in the run up to this on the Song of Ice and Fire subreddit because this is Reddit and uh, God you know I'll, I'll be at the gates of hell for spending as much time as I do there. But, you know, so many people saying, oh, my God, the SJWs are going to be so pissed about this Cersei scene. And I was like, no, they won't. Of course, no, they won't, because it's completely different than than the things well, that SJWs, quote-unquote, have been pissed about this season. And then
0: you, well, this SHH right here, those are my initials. I don't know if anybody actually knows that. I got it. But that was just my... I take, but I think that, that worry was legitimate that the people, some people might find this, you know, off-putting and, uh, you know, I, I personally did. Um, but we'll agree to disagree. Um, I am intrigued to see what happens next. I just thought we were going to get the mountain, you know, wiping out a bunch of faith militants. this. So it looks like the high spare on all this is going to continue into, uh, into next
1: season. Yeah, as as in the book, uh, this is you know, like I said, where it leaves off. It ends um, right there. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and and the, it's funny in the book, they're uh, a lot less, they're a lot more ambiguous about uh, the mountain being, about that being the mountain. Kyberton uh, says, you know, here's your new champion. His name is, and like, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up. His name is Robert Strong. <laughs> <laughs> and they describe this, Robert. you know, gigantic man who never talks. <laughs>
0: And th- that's the other thing. Why isn't he talking? Does he not talk, or is he?
1: Crazy? Uh, well, yeah. in In the book, it's because it's implied uh, he has no head. Because in the book, they send oh. they, in the book they send his head to Dorn as proof that he's dead. So Kybern just reanimates his body, and they, you know, he has his helmet on all the time, <laughs> but there's nothing underneath okay. there, presumably. They did that here. They had his helmet. Yeah, on. you can very clearly see his blue face.
0: Didn't they say there wasn't wasn't there a head? A whole line about heads earlier, though.
1: Maybe I saw someone about say that maybe he- that's that. that <laughs> That that might be Joffrey's head
0: <laughs> Joffrey's Because head the last time we
1: saw Joffrey, that's what his face looked like
0: Yeah, well uh, They did mention at some point No, there was somebody who they said, oh, I want to save this head I'll need it for my experiment Oh, that was something. the uh, the
1: dwarf that they brought to him for. Yeah, the dwarf, so it's probably the dwarf's head It could be, uh, yeah mountain's body. But that, <laughs> that head also wasn't blue
0: Okay, well, did we really see the head?
1: Yeah, it was right It was. It, I mean, yeah, there was a whole shot introducing it
0: Okay, all right I guess I just didn't like focus in on it. But um anyway. If it so, was yeah, blue this, this you would have
1: noticed, happened. that's
0: why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so uh this all that, that all happened. So that was like the, I, I, to me that was actually a pretty major scene and, and until we got to the final scene I thought that would be the thing we people were talking about. <laughs> uh I, I didn't you know, I didn't know. Um so at the wall we get you knew this the whole time, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do this all the time. And here's the thing though, here's the thing that really irritates me about how much time you spent talking about Alistair. <laughs> you I mean, why? Oh no.
1: Actually, that's no 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 no. I I stand that uh I didn't know it was going to happen. Really? No, no no. Yeah, Alistair as far as I Well, first of all, Alistair, there's none of the build up that I thought that we thought we were they were doing in the show. But it's not specific that Alistair is the one behind it. And I don't remember if Alistair is actually there at all when this is, happens in the book.
0: Oh. But well, they've made it very clear he is here.
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay. So just yeah, just real quick, uh, they send Sam and Gilly to Old Town. Um,
0: right. Okay. Oh, yeah. By the way, you knew this was happening, sending him to Old Town? Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't know. I have been pushing this for so long. I didn't know for sure that it was and happening.
1: I... But uh, what's funny is that um, <laughs> everything that's happened to Sam in, so far this season happens in the book on his way to Old Town. He's sent much earlier oh. uh, so yeah sleeping with gilly and the death of uh, Maester aemon uh they're they're on the way to old town when all this happens but so i i thought oh, okay. i was i wasn't sure it was going this. to happen because of that but i guess it is
0: you've been pushing these uh, the, this stuff for episodes like and i was like what is the connection here why do you keep
1: thinking yeah, well they, the but old they thing? have applied it they, you know they they when he yeah. says like oh, the greatest yeah. the greatest library in the world is in old town and uh, they have all this stuff about the White Walkers there, and you know that I could find out. And then, uh, was then an episode later, family. Maester Aemon dies, and it's like, oh, I guess the Wall needs a new Maester. Well, who's that going to be?
0: I was, I was thinking that you, you were just like extremely perceptive, and uh, because I was like, whoa, he was right. And then I was like, he's known this was going to happen.
1: Well, yeah, but I, maybe, maybe this was, maybe this was, um, I, 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 this was easier to see when I knew that this was a thing that could happen. <laughs> Um yeah. I didn't I didn't know for sure because of the way that they structured it but um but yeah and, and even though there is stuff to happen with Sam on the way to Old Town uh, I,
0: I know for a fact it did take it did take uh, a lot of people by surprise this whole thing. Yeah well and
1: and in the future I don't know what's I don't know where they're going with this because everything that ha- everything that happens to Sam in his journey to Old Town has already happened so this could go anywhere. So who knows. And we know that they're, they're show up in Old uh, Town. we know that they're casting uh his dad for season 6 uh, right. which could so be interesting.
0: Could, he could show up there on his way back home or, or on his way to old town or something. He might
1: he might drop Gilly off with his family.
0: Or that, yeah, that's possible. Um so uh so a couple things happen. Let's 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 so <coughs> couple things. Old Town. Uh well yeah maybe before the end. Uh so Davos shows up and says, you know, I need people and and wildling reinforcements and all this stuff and John's like, Yeah I'm not doing that. Um and then by the way, so Davos is there and so he'll be play a role in whatever the consequences are of the last scene. Um, so that's interesting. Also, Melisandra, who had left Stannis at the at the Winterfell, <laughs> Melisandra teleports very
1: teleports back to the Wall.
0: Yeah, somehow. Um, around the same time that. That, uh, whatchamacallit, that, that, that Devos is there, so i yeah. just asking him for Which the, is, uh, yeah, it doesn't, the it, um,
1: the only way, the only justification I had is that maybe Devos has been there arguing with John for, like, a few days.
0: That's my best guess, too, yeah. And which is reasonable. Could
1: yeah. Be. Although we don't know how much time passed in between Davos leaving and, uh, and, uh, Melisandre leaving.
0: Yeah, there's that, and we also don't know if, you know, Devos could have easily stopped at an inn on the way up, and sure, Melisandre yeah. might have bolted. Mul- Gone straight to the wall, or you know any number of things. But all right, fine. Let's ac- let's accept that. Um, so Melisandre shows up very tellingly, which we'll get into in a second.
1: And Davos learns that shireen is dead, and, and Melisandre is mum on the reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, Pff, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, by the way, she is the least. She's like the pinnacle of you know religious hypocrisy. You know, if she really believed that any of what she was doing was going to work, how, why would she abandon Stannis? Like the, the 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 firmness of her faith clearly is is a little bit shaky, and also I think that the Lord of Light's little vision things in the fire are the least impressive part of that religion because yeah, like she's really awful
1: with it, interpreting stuff in the fire apparently.
0: Yeah. Either that, or she, or those visions are not like accurate. They're sort of a, a possible future, They're
1: not Well, not. Oh yeah, she says she sees bolts sigils burning. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't know what the Bolton sigil was.
0: Or. Or yeah, well, yeah, well maybe it's just based because that. Or maybe it just it, that will happen, just not for a long
1: time. That's yeah, that's true. Maybe it was really it was a real close up of Bolton's sigils burning with no context.
0: Right, exactly. So for all we know, in, in you know the end of season six, the Boltons will all be dead, and we'll actually be burning it. We're like, whoa, she was right. Um, so so she shows up. She shows up just before we get this big scene. Uh. So. So, uh, so. <laughs> so Ollie <laughs> Ollie so I'm getting to see why book readers were so upset about Ollie because they saw this coming <laughs> <Yep>. I guess <laughs> Yes. and that's why they were upset because they were like this better not happen <laughs> so he tells John that a wildling had seen Uncle Benjen which by the way why
1: this, this, you know what's brilliant about this is that um, first of all the previously on leaked the day before so pe- book readers are freaking out. It's like, oh my god, are they, why are they reintroducing Benjamin in the previously, on is he going to come back in the finale? And then, if, even if you didn't, you know, the, as soon as the episode begins, and you see that, they're like, oh my god, holy crap, why are they reminding us about Benjamin And they pull the exact same trick on the viewers that they do on John.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, because there's, like, I know there's a lot of rumors about Benjamin Stark and all this stuff. In the um, Like, there's theories about Benjamin Stark and how he play into the this very popular the
1: theory game. that he that Dario is Benjamin in disguise. Wait, actually Yeah for real. That's idiot.
0: <laughs> uh, well I mean I guess because on the show it would make no sense at all, but that's just stupid. Um, no offense to those people but that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I know I heard do you know this cold hands thing? Uh yeah, Coltans was never a character, um, and,
1: and um, Coltans isn't even Benjen in the books. That was confirmed. They found someone found a draft of the fifth book with editor's notes, and his editor, George R. R. Martin's editor, left a note I was like, "I think you know is, is Coltans Vengeance?" And then he left a note in red pen, just says, "No." <laughs> so th- there went that theory.
0: Okay, all right. So there you go. So none of this, none of that's even remotely possible. So I guess they were teasing it, you know, or in the show. I don't know what the point of this was. Why would this of all characters to be like we found like couldn't it couldn't have been a more recent character, or like Bran? You know, oh, we found Bran. Uh, well, and everyone thinks
1: Bran season. is dead though.
0: Okay, then I think Bran. Yeah, is I, I, guess dead. I guess I guess the just justification just is like vengeance.
1: what what do we know? A hundred percent guarantee we'll get John out of his office, you know, instantly.
0: But why? It's not like he talks about Benjen. Literally hasn't been mentioned for you know four and a half seasons.
1: But, but is that any reason – there's yeah. no reason to believe that he doesn't still care about where Benjen is. I don't I don't think – I don't I have mean, a problem with yeah,
0: this. Yeah, but it's such a – it's such a weird callback. They've never mentioned since. The <laughs> most recently we heard about it was on Previously On, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It's just – why would he believe that? It's like, okay, Benjen, who we haven't heard from in, like, a long time and probably dead. Why would he be here? Or why would he –
1: well, but he has no reason Make to he sense. has no reason to distrust Ollie, right? He has no reason to believe that Ollie is lying to him.
0: Yeah, well, you know, that's there. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. So anyway, I just thought it was a weird choice for this thing and it turns out not to be um what we thought it was. Uh anyway, because uh he brings him to a different uh I guess I guess they leave Castle Black and he finds uh Alliser,
1: Oh Well, they, well no, they leave Castle. No, they're just outside in the yard, I thought.
0: Well, just outside, yeah. But oh, really? Is it just the yard? I'm
1: pretty sure. I mean, it's dark, but that's what I thought.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So they they go outside, and it's dark, and then like a little alley or like a little nook uh, thing. And he, there's Aliser and a bunch of um, a bunch of the Night's Watch. Uh, and he realizes he's been tricked. This plan was amazing
1: he, to me. Can you just picture Aliser and the others? It was like, all right. So what's going to happen is you're all going to be crowded around this <laughs> this piece of wood that has traitor written on it. And when he comes through you're gonna he's gonna pass through you and he's gonna see the the thing with that says traitor and he's gonna be like, Oh, they think I'm a traitor, and then we're gonna stab him.
0: <laughs> Why couldn't they just say it? You don't need to write it down. It's...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
0: yeah. Um and then they all just go, you know, for the watch and then they stab him. And okay, so it this to me kills a little bit of Alistair's uh development. So exactly. And by the way, so that kills Alistair's so we'll talk about that in a second. Also, uh. Well, okay. Let's deal with it. let's deal with Alistair. Um. So, did this irritate you? Because I don't know how much the show yeah. followed the books with Alistair. Well, no.
1: Well, it, it, every time we've talked about Alistair this season, this is what I was picturing. I was picturing this moment, and Alistair uh comes up and and like er, like doesn't participate or 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 tries to stop it or um. Does something. or does something because the, again, yeah, like like we've talked about all season. Not, Al, it doesn't seem like Alistair would do this. It seems like he has a grudging respect for John, and more than that, a very real respect for the position of Lord Commander of the Night's Watch because he cares about right. duty.
0: That he would never mutiny. Yeah, that he happened.
1: would never mutiny. Not be you know, even even if he hated hated John so much, uh, he still respects uh, the uh, position and and the organization.
0: Exactly, and so I, I I just found this a little strange and a little out of character, and but I I guess. Because he says like things like "you have a good heart." What, what villain says that? <laughs> Unless he's like, "Well, yeah, but I'm evil." Like that's usually the only time you ever hear someone say, "You're a good man, but I'm evil, so I hate you." But you know, that's not. Out- I, mean, I don't know. It's the, to me, it just seems like a very strange choice on the you know on the part of the show. Um. So and then and then we have so they all walk up and they're like for the watch and they all stab John and he's like oh people are killing me and then. Ollie is the last one who comes. Get up. At two, Ollie. At <laughs> <laughs> two, Ollie exactly. And uh, the last thing that John says is Ollie, and then he falls over on the ground. Which, by the way, is a cool shot. Really cool shot. I like the blood in the snow.
1: I think. I think. Um, I think some book readers might have been offended by that more than anything else. Well, was yeah, this, so, this his last thing. final words.
0: So why don't we clarify this? Because a lot of people are. Are freaking out about this scene and you I I did I, I was actually I think I messaged you pretty much right away and I was like I'm I'm ready to be done with the show because honestly just because I was like I'm just tired of it I'm just tired of this this is just stupid I can't I can't process this anymore I, I wasn't upset I was just I I can't invest in anything in the show so why would I watch it and that's basically how I felt but I felt like this I felt like up to this point we had figured out who was probably going to make it, and I, you know at least probably Tyrion and, and probably John and that's about it maybe Danny maybe and that that was that was as far as I was willing to go everyone else will probably die in some fashion. I, I do want to say
1: and I think I think it was our podcast on episode two it was whatever episode um, John got elected. You said right. You said the words. The Lord Commander seems like a pretty secure position. Yeah, I saw you made fun of. No me. one's going like, to stab you in the back you said that oh and god. i had to I, I muted my mic and i laughed so hard
0: okay well you know i did see i i, I foolishly went through your uh I was i was looking at your post on a one of your posts on the song of ice and fire reddit and i didn't see this happen like i didn't see what you were referring to but i did see you say that you had to mute your mic when you were doing the podcast oh yeah that was what i was talking about i didn't know what you were referring to i just stopped reading immediately and I was like oh god uh so i knew there was something going on but I didn't. Uh, I didn't process it. Um, but so, what? What's your? What? Uh, you weren't. The scene doesn't freak you out, or the scene doesn't worry you. Or you oh know. no, he's not,
1: he's he's not dead.
0: Okay, so why?
1: Because Melisandre shows up to the wall in the previous scene with the power of the Lord of Light to resurrect people, and no, no Azor Ahai to champion anymore.
0: Okay, so you think that he's going to be resurre- resurrected next um, next season? I yeah, guess? and
1: oh, and you know, God bless the Kit Harrington and the showrunners insisting in interviews. No, John is really dead. He's not coming back next season. Of course, he's coming back next season. You set it up pretty clearly.
0: Okay, but how? And that's that's really one of all to
1: season. Say, all, well, of that okay, yeah, that what I've just said, but more clearly, uh, every time he's interacted with Melisandre this season. She has tried to... She has said, like, oh, there's some. There's a great power in you. You have to tap into it. And she tries to seduce him and ma- like make a shadow baby or something, maybe. But try to, like, you know, get the control over him that she has over Stannis. And then she sees that, you know, Stannis is a lost cause. And she leaves. And where does she go after abandoning Stannis? Back to the wall. Interesting. And we know that the Lord of Light gives uh, the... Uh, the priests of R'hllor the power to resurrect because of Beric Dondarrion and, um, and Thoros of Myr and the show reminded us of Thoros of Myr very briefly earlier this season when uh, Tyrion referenced him right. and so now Jon is, is lying dead and Melisandre is there of course she's going to resurrect him I don't know when it's going to happen I don't know if it's going to be uh, s- you know episode 601 or if- how long they're going to wait but or if they're going to wait until the finale They might. I, I, really I, I heard a great uh, theory that they might have already shot the scene because the actress who played Melisandre earlier the season said, oh, yeah, there's uh, one big, huge scene with me and John coming up, which obviously, if John's dead, then what was she talking about?
0: What was she talking about? Yeah. Interesting. So maybe she thought it was going to be in season five or something like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, she – you know, what – she, she – uh, why would she assume otherwise if that's when they were shooting it?
0: Well, I- because usually the episodes are, like, labeled.
1: Or she, you know, she also could have just meant, On the you scripts, know...
0: it says, like, you know, 601.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe we this wouldn't have been in a script then. Or they would have put it in the script for 510s because of, you know, whatever contracts. Or, you know, they had to say that it was for Season 5, but they're keeping but it really in the can for Season 6. For later,
0: yeah. It's possible. Um, but I imagine if she's going to be in it, she'll have more of a role than just one episode. Unless she dies immediately. Um, so, okay... I mean, the first thing you said to me when when I asked if like I was like why why do you think this is the case? <laughs> this is great. You're like you 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 sent me the last line of his chapter, and there was an ellipsis at the end, and you were like, "There's an ellipsis, see?" I was yeah. like, "That's not evidence." Well, if
1: from a if from because, a book perspective, just because there's an ellipsis. From a book perspective, the you use an ellipsis to indicate that. Uh, this is not you, you would you you know use a period to indicate that this is the end use an ellipsis to indicate that there is a continuation there is something else you're trailing off okay which you know which well. is why for the which is why i don't think uh someone else was talking to me over twitter is like well you know i can't believe this hasn't been spoiled for everyone uh because this is such a major thing and i said well you know nobody who read the books assumed he was dead either So there's nothing to spoil from that perspective. It's not, you know, no one's going around saying John is dead because no one thinks he is dead.
0: Well, a lot of, I gotta tell you, the show show watchers are. There are a lot of, I was in lab today, uh, and I was listening to this conversation uh, in the neighboring lab, and they were just so upset talking about this whole thing. They were like... It's just a terrible show, and they just keep killing people, and all this stuff happened, and it was awful, and all these people died, and then they were really referring to John in particular. And I was like, I mean, it's just that's what people that's what people think that's what it is. They think he's he's dead, and honestly, right now, I don't have any reason to believe that um, that he isn't.
1: Well, because they haven't literally shown him being resurrected, you don't have any reason to believe that. That's you know, obviously, the show yes. has the show I mean, has not have, yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Well. Okay. So I guess we'll see. We'll see. But I uh, I think it's 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 ambiguous. Um, and we'll I I would believe that he's like supposed to be the one who sits on the Iron Throne at the end. So I'm not um I'm not willing to give up on that. But I don't I don't think that we have concrete evidence as of yet. I think there's a lot of foreshadowing, but I don't think we have. There, there is evidence.
1: there. I will say this: the book gives him a lot more outs. Uh, I will, it's funny that his final line here is Ollie, in the book his final line is "ghost," uh, because he sees ghost and he's like reaching out towards him as he's as he's bleeding out.
0: Oh, um, and that's why they believe. And they, they yeah, they think maybe he warms into ghost. Um, it's entirely possible that he does. Uh, but I think that that I think if they wanted to do that in the show, they would have made it clearer with him, you know, doing that. First yeah, of I, line, no, that's him. not
1: going to happen in the show. I don't think because ghost isn't even there. Because well, they
0: would have had him do the white thing, the white eye thing. Well, Ghost is somewhere, because he showed up to help.
1: Yeah, well, th- uh, that's Sam. also weird. Why would Ghost show up to save Sam and not John here?
0: That's very strange. Does that happen in the books, that he... With the Ghost saving? That moment
1: doesn't happen in the books, because Sam isn't even <laughs> at the wall at that point. Right, um, right, right, right. But yeah, um, Ghost... Yeah, Ghost is... From what I remember of the book scene, there's a lot more chaos uh, in the moment. They like They do it very secretly here, but there's a lot of... It's it's a very chaotic moment. Uh, it's a very chaotic scene. A lot of surrounding just uh, uh, violence and disaster. Um, I think the primary thing is uh, that that giant one one is there, and he's and in, in oh. freaking out. And they're trying people are trying to contain him. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, so there's a lot. It's a lot busier. Uh, my pet theory. I will say this. I don't. My pet theory about the books is that because his final line is uh, John never felt the fourth knife, only the cold. Dot dot dot. And my theory has always been that the reason that that happens is that uh, as they're stabbing him, the White Walkers come over the wall and attack. And that w- maybe one of the ways he'll be resurrected is um, the uh, the White Walker leader, the Night's King, who we know can resurrect people, will have something to do with it. Oh, interesting. So that's it's another way like that that could part happen. Part um, but yeah, it could be any number of ways. I really think that, I think that Melisandre is the clear... I, I just think that it makes the most, yeah, sense. Yeah, makes yeah, the most yeah. sense. I don't see any other reason why they would engineer this situation where Melisandre shows up the way that, you know, in the mindset that she does, given the conversations that she's already had with John, if that's not where they're going with this and why, um, you know, it just feels like, you know, maybe this is going to sound maybe silly to people who uh, given what's happened on the show already, but it really feels like why would we spend all of this time with John and set all this stuff, stuff up to end it here. And it's like, you know, we when we have deaths like Rob and Catelyn, uh, it didn't feel like well, but, it, it felt like but that was this, the natural end of their storylines.
0: Yeah, okay, but on the other hand, you would say that he did the most that he's done so far in the entire series, and like he's made his, a huge impact already. I, I just no, really yeah, I, I
1: could it. see the version where he is dead and the story goes on from there. But I think that it, it from a story perspective, it's just it would be a very silly well, decision what, to to stop. I think
0: the best. It, the best, the best reason that can't happen is that we can't. Melisandre and Davos, as cool as they are, are not going to. Well, I, I don't know about Melisandre, but Davos, as cool as Davos is, it's not somebody who's going to keep us at the wall. And so, to, uh, we can't leave the wall as like a, non, a non-entity in the show, right? So John has to be there just to keep the wall in play, because otherwise we have a bunch of rogue night watch people, watch people who are kind of useless because they don't really believe the White Walkers are as big a threat as they are. So I don't think that that's I I I don't think that he can die for just for that reason that we have to keep that whole area in play because it's been such a huge part of the show since the very beginning.
1: I could actually I could see a version of season six that starts with you know just wrapping up uh, John's death, permanent death, and then they just leave it for the whole season. But then in the finale we return to the wall and it's the White Walkers attacking and running over the Night's Watch completely and. Uh, running into Westeros.
0: Okay, or that. But I don't think that's going to happen. Neither do I. Like, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's soon enough to... Uh, I think it's too soon to introduce the White Walkers in that way, but... Um, well, not, not if it's season if 6 of happen, 7. The White Walkers already there. That means all of season 6 and 7 is going to be about...
1: No, I'm saying White in the season 6 finale. In the, la- the, oh, the, in the, the end, very finale. end of season oh, okay. 6.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. But then that means we have a whole season of what?
1: Right. I mean, in 10 World episodes? World. I think that's... I think that's plenty of time.
0: Of a rogue wall? No, of that's... of the
1: white. Oh no, I'm I'm saying we we have no scenes at the wall.
0: Oh, Okay, until we get that, yeah, I guess. But then we'd have to be reintroduced to the wall in the last scene, and that'd be kind of dumb. I I don't know. I I think I understand what you're saying about John being alive. I think that makes sense. I just don't see them doing anything differently with it, because um, uh, I just I don't see him. I don't see a version where he's dead uh, really working, unless they immediately drive into White Walker stuff, which I don't think they will. Um, even though they're only at Home, it's not like they're that far away.
1: Uh, the best evidence, actually, for both the books and the show, is that the showrunners and George R. R. Martin separately have said on multiple occasions, yes, John will find out the truth about his parents. And a dead uh, okay, John okay. cannot find out the truth about his parents.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, well, I guess that's also pretty good confirmation. And also, I know that... Uh, George R. R. Martin came out and said the whole thing. Like, fans of my series should know at this point that people who who uh, are um you know who seem dead aren't necessarily dead. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Nobody has come back to life except um, a lot. Character. There's
1: been more resurrection in the books.
0: Okay, because it doesn't make any sense what he said in the context of.
1: Well, that's well, the that's show. what he said. He said fans of my series will know. You know.
0: Well, yeah, I guess I guess it didn't mean anything to me, but I was just like, "That's weird." But it's also the weird interest. Is, yeah. I will say the
1: interesting rhetoric from rhetoric from the showrunners and Kit Harington has been, uh, which is which you know, very slightly convinced me of the possibilities. They said, "Oh no, John isn't necessarily dead in the books, but in the show, in the show, he's definitely dead." I well, I don't. Think I still think it's is, ridiculous, I but that. I think that if that's he's an in inter- the
0: books. He's he's still he's still in line for the. Uh, you know the throne, and if they know the end game, then he can't die because the end of the show is going to be the same as the books, at least roughly. So I don't believe
1: that. I, well, I also don't think that the that the story ends with him on the Iron Throne, even if the popular theory about his parentage is true. Um, I just don't think that's where it's going. Uh, I I do think that John will have an important role in the end game, um, based on that, but I'm not sure that. I, I don't know that any that anyone ends up on the Iron Throne. I don't think that's where the story goes.
0: It's not that it's not that he's going to end up on the Iron Throne, but that his people will follow him in whatever the final fight is. Like they fight a fight against the White Walk, he will be the leader, whether or not that's the Iron Throne or if they just get rid of that whole concept altogether. I don't know, but he will be the figurehead at the head of all this. Um, I think that's the case. I, either him or or Danny, but I think that. I, I think the, the
1: two of them together is the best bet. I, I think that's, yeah,
0: that's a good guess. I, I think that's a a, reason, a reasonable, bet. Um, but so overall, uh, did you like this episode?
1: Um, yeah. Well, let, let's talk about this episode. Let's talk about season five. Uh, there were a few things that I think were great that I really enjoyed and the rest is just like god this this is the show sucks this is terrible um <laughs> you know the, the bad things in this episode weren't as bad as the worst things about the season but like i said at the beginning of this podcast uh they they didn't get better and this this show didn't get better with this episode and it it's uh, uh,
0: i think it i think it definitely peaked in um with hard home
1: yes yes
0: 100% i think hard home was a phenomenal episode i think they um but you know, I gotta, I gotta say, I still would prefer a season where something happens to one where something doesn't happen, and things happen this season. So you know, I was genuinely, generally, fair. pretty happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I will always appreciate this over, say, season two. Or I, I know I, I pick on season two a lot, but you know that season was really boring. Uh, and and you know, unlike uh, much like season four, um, it didn't start. It, it things were happening early on. You know, a lot of people were like, "This is dragging," and this book is. I mean, this 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 um, season's so dull and boring, and you know, people were comparing it to season two, and uh, it's just stupid. I mean, it, it, seasons four and five have picked up so much. Um, there's so much more going on uh, in the first half of the season than ever happened in even season three or two, or even to some degree, season one. A lot, those seasons all drag before they pick up by season five. I don't think this episode, um, this season picked up in episode five the way it is in previous ones, but I think it's maintained a reasonable pace for the whole season, which I think is, to me, a vast improvement over, I don't like the other method, I don't like starting off with five episodes of people, you know, talking at each other before people start dying, and it's boring, whereas I think we got a lot more action, um. And I forgive season one, mostly because they're introducing the world and everything. But even in season one, in the first episode, we get something cool, uh, you know, where Rand gets pushed out the window and we're really getting acquainted with these characters. Um, But, uh, you know, but, you know, season two, you know, wandering around that desert, you know, it's just it's it's dull or or cat monologuing for so long. That's all I can remember about season three in the beginning, Um, you know, about this, you know, her, her kids and all this stuff. I just didn't care. Uh, so things were actually happening in season five and season four. And so, you know, while all of, some of it was good and some of it was really stupid and some of it didn't make any sense with what they were actually doing, you know, what they themselves wrote into the show, uh, at least something was going on. So I was like, all right, you know, I it kept my attention. I You know, I don't know what to say. It kept my attention for for a season. So. Uh, it, and the other reason I feel like this show is good is I don't feel like it. I don't feel about it the same way I feel about a show like like I just finished Wilfred. I don't know why I watched all of Wilfred. I don't I don't know what that show was about. I don't um it was fine. It wasn't terribly funny. I didn't laugh very much. I laughed it was occasionally funny, but mostly it wasn't. Uh it, the story was bizarre and didn't make a whole lot of sense and by the end you're like, okay, well this is kind of what we thought it was to begin with. So all right. Um and I only really watched it because I was in I had done I just wanted to finish it up, but not because I was like might held my attention the way that even Game of Thrones does. No, that's not to say Game of Thrones is brilliant, but um it does. It has kept my my interest and I have been, and, you know, I've had fun, you know, trying to figure out who's going to come out on top at the end and when we're going to get to learn more about the, the 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 uh the white walkers and things like that. To me that's that's been interesting despite uh the missteps that we've obviously clearly gotten here and there.
1: Or uh, yeah, okay. I mean <laughs> hey, but look! I'm not going to I'm not gonna begrudge you like your it. enjoyment of anything. I would never do that to anyone. <laughs> certainly, I you know I'm really, I'm really glad. I, I I envy anyone who enjoys anything that I don't enjoy because obviously I don't like not enjoying things. I would rather enjoy everything if I could. Right, right. Of course. Um, yeah. but yeah, Game of Thrones. But do you, are, yeah. do you,
0: are you do you actively dislike it, or is it just like, well, you know, it's just nothing? That's a that's or, a tough question.
1: Yeah, I I don't know that I don't know that I when I'm watching it. It's it's rare that I am just, like, hating myself for, for sitting through it and just, you know, there are some things that that are terrible that you watch, and while you're watching, you're just like, God, this is just trash. This is – why am I sitting through this? And I don't have that with Game of Thrones because, I you know, I enjoy a lot of the characters and then the world. Do you world. have an example of a show like that? Um, well, know? it's tough with TV because um, – Dance Moms, maybe. Well, that's the thing. I, well, my, this uh, my house. There's a lot of Dance Moms watching going on, uh, but yeah, like I don't. That's too. the thing with TV is like if I know uh, I'm not going to sit Wild through house. 20 hours of something that I hate because why would I? <laughs> it's more true with movies where it's like if I've bought a ticket to a movie, I'm kind of trapped. So yeah, I if I hate it, it's like it. I've, I've never
0: walked out of a movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I've turned don't one off. Oh, yeah,
1: I've turned, turned lots of movies off.
0: I turned off. Um, oh, What was that movie? Shoot 'em up. I hated that movie. I
1: turned off uh, Napoleon Dynamite.
0: Yeah, I still don't get that. The movie's brilliant, uh, but anyway.
1: <laughs> I there was to be fair, it was a long time ago, but I I just I wasn't laughing. I didn't get it.
0: Yeah, well, nobody does the first time. I mean, that's, that's I, maybe I should revisit about.
1: it. I haven't thought about it in a long time. Maybe I should.
0: It's a rewatching kind of film. I I remember I didn't like it the first time. So I was like, why does everybody like this movie? Anyway, this is an aside. Um, but yeah, so so Game of Thrones, but it's Game of Thrones is even like that. It's not something that I need to um. I, uh, let me put it this way: the only show season of the show I like buying Blu-rays. I have a, a large Blu-ray collection. The only season of the show I own is season one, and I will not buy any others. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't foresee something happening in season six, uh, season six and seven that will make me go, "I need this series on Blu-ray." I just don't see it.
1: I, I, uh, I own
0: Deadwood. I own all of Deadwood. I own all of Rome. You know, I don't have a thing against HBO series. I just can't. It's not. It's not good enough for me to. I, I think. Invest. I
1: think maybe the best way to put it is. Um, I, I think you just said this is like, it's. It's just. It's just kind of nothing. It's like there's no there there when I watch Game of Thrones. It, you know. Wait,
0: okay, but can't you at least give it credit for the amount of discussion you can get out of it? Because, like, I do, and I do. We could have this conversation that we. We could have these podcasts about that we wouldn't be able to talk about. Yeah, exactly, and I
1: do give it credit, and I've said. I've said recently, like I. I, I can. I. I don't think this is a great show. I love talking about it, and I, I don't. But think even just the fact dissonance. that you
0: can talk about it, I think is is, is Oh uh, well, yeah, but I don't it's think I don't think a thing
1: has rates. to be good to engender discussion, uh, or to enjoy those discussions.
0: But it could just be. But what? So I guess what I'm saying is, we know it's not bad, and shows that are really, or just series or or movies or whatever that are really just, eh, um, but not terrible, but not great either are difficult to talk about. You know, when you're writing a review of a movie you just kind of didn't have an a feel, didn't have a feeling about. It's it's difficult to write about, uh, in my opinion. So, um in this case, i I feel like it has to be a little bit better than meh, right? It has to be a little bit better than just eh, Well, it's not. it's because, not even meh. That. it's not even meh I, I, I don't
1: even know if I'm talking about that scale. It's just kind of like No no the, I, I wasn't
0: even talking about that our our like rating system. But just in general like, oh, just No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like yeah. I'm not
1: saying like that scale. I'm saying like intro. In those terms. I'm, I'm, I'm When I think about Game of Thrones, it's just like, I, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, there's a lot that I like about these characters and the story, but uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of airless. It's just kind of hollow.
0: It, it's hollow. Okay. All right. That's fine. I mean, I but I felt like that from the beginning. They, as soon as they made, the, to me, the fundamental choice that George R. R. Martin made, which is not the same as just Whedon. He always gets lumped in with Just Whedon or J.K. Rowling or whatever. J.K. Rowling and Joss Whedon kill characters that they've allowed to grow over time, and then you know they'll kill off a character here or there that gives the sense of the sense of immediacy, urgency, and like realism to the universe without without going overboard, which is, which is what George R.R. R. Martin does, where he just no 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 no, no. George R.R. Martin the d-
1: does the exact same thing that those two do uh, in the in the books. It's the show that has this problem. Mm, okay. And I mean, well, 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 well I mean, I you know haven't the read the books. Book, so let's can't. be fair.
0: I haven't read the books, but I'm, from the show anyway, I, it's it, I don't care. Can will never invest in any of these characters because even after hours and hours of screen time with them, I know there's no point because they're probably going to die. Whereas there's no character in anything like in Firefly. There was no character who was like, "Oh, this character is going to die." I didn't. I didn't feel like that. That was going to happen. I didn't feel like a character in Doctor Horrible was going to die. Uh, someone might die but i was still worth investing in most of the characters cuz i knew
1: much but here's here's what i've never understood about this i've never understood why it is there's no point in investing in it cuz like everyone's going to die i think there there it is still worthwhile to invest in a character if you if they are interesting on their own Even terms you but, but it, you know i don't them. think that it's going that it's a waste of time yeah. that character is a waste of time if if they it die just on screen exhausting. it becomes
0: exhausting it gets exhausting i don't that's wanna, fair, yeah. i can't i can't i can't every single you know couple of weeks uh, while well, Game of Thrones is on, be like, no, another character died. There's people who, st- who still feel that way about the show when a character dies. And I'm like, at this point, haven't you learned to desensitize yourself and just realize that life means nothing in the show? Which is true, the show, life means nothing. And I think that's one of the goals of it, but I just don't find that compelling. Uh, so be- But because of that, on a broader scale, because of that general mindset, that sort of nihilistic, very drab, anti-emotional perspective the show takes i I can't invest in anyone which is funny because
1: like i was saying earlier in this episode i don't even think that the show can be considered nihilistic anymore because it's weighted so heavily in a very negative direction yeah it's yeah exactly it's it's not even it's not that nothing matters breaking bad well yeah well breaking bad exists in a very moral universe you know it's something it's something like you know you could say that about a coen brothers movie coen brothers movies exist in very you know strictly moral universes and i maybe a serious man is the best example um if you haven't seen a serious man uh go see it cuz it's great but that is a movie that uh has a very exists in this world that has a very strict uh, uh way that it defines ethics and morality and the and it punishes characters very specifically in in uh For for the for their their actions, Uh, whereas a a show like Game of Thrones started out in the way that it started out, you think, well, that doesn't exist. You know, characters won't be rewarded or punished for being good or bad because in this world, that doesn't that system doesn't exist. But now it's become a situation where characters it feels like characters are punished for being good.
0: Right. But I think that you know you you say that I, I would counter that with I think Ned Stark was punished for being good. I think that was exactly his big problem was that he was trying to. His big sin was trying to do the right thing at the very beginning. The first uh, I mean, period, that, yes, that
1: you're it. right. You're right. That's true. Well, I, I would say that I don't know if that's the same thing as – And that's what set you know, the
0: tone for the show. A lot of people would argue Baylor well, was the episode that set the tone for
1: the I, show. I think that um, – I, I agree with that. I think that there's a difference between Ned Stark who you know, being an honorable and just person – Got him killed because of the situation was, that he was in. I don't think that, but the show is now made that the reason for every bad thing happening. When I don't think that it had to be the case from there. I think that that was a that could have been very a very specific thing to Ned Stark, and you know, the like I said at the beginning, it could have just been like the you know, he isn't going to get saved because he is just an honorable. Uh, but now it's become a thing where you know just being just an honorable gets you killed in this show, when it could have just been a thing where. It won't get you saved, but it doesn't mean that you're going to make it out okay.
0: Right. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. I just feel like the show, like I can see how the, I can see how you could read that intro as a completely different, you know, the way I was just portraying it. In other words, and that might be the way the writers view it at this point. Uh, and the other thing too is, you know, they seem to get higher ratings when bad people do bad things to good people in the show. So you know, that's probably. But they it. their ratings
1: have dropped this season. Let's let's point that out.
0: Yes, but this this episode was higher than any previous episode. Oh, was it? I, did, I, I hadn't checked.
1: That doesn't surprise any me. Any previous
0: episode exceeding eight million for the wars to come.
1: Oh, well, all right. Well, you know what? Good for them. Because
0: <laughs> the wars to come was the opening episode. I yeah. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so clearly, they're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I think that that about wraps up wraps up uh, season five.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean. I'll be back. We'll be back for season six, barring some, some catastrophe.
0: Barring some catastrophe. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and it will be Star Contrast. You know, this is, this is officially, we've branded ourselves. Um, okay. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. So, uh, uh, thank you for joining me. And uh, I, I really look forward to jumping into season six.
1: Yeah, I guess, well, we'll I guess see. we'll see. I know you don't, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, don't, I, I hate to go out on that note, but, you know, I am ex- you know, I'm excited to see where the story goes, I am.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it, what would be cool is if the, uh, George R. R. Martin really doesn't come out with the next book before then, because then we really were, are going to have uh, some interesting conversations <laughs> moving forward.
1: Ooh, yeah, well, yeah, there's already been um, that because of what happened to Stannis, because it's kind of a... Cliffhanger, what happens to Stannis at that battle in, in the books and the implication is that he loses that battle. Now. Right, right,
0: exactly. Well very clearly. Wait, which
1: you know, there's no reason it couldn't be different in the books. Well they've also now saved they, it now now so in case he comes
0: out with the book, they could say Stannis is alive and then sort of match the book. That's true, they, they could. Yeah. Alright, um well again thanks for joining me and uh, uh to to season six, to a better to a better next season.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll toast to that. <laughs>